Hey, when does the show start? It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This show when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. All right, there it is, Tuesday, the 16th day of May, 2023. Thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That is Nikki D. That is me. Hello, hello. There's Nelson. They still paying me, right? Yeah. Okay. As of yesterday. Awesome. Not sure about today. <laughs> it's up in the air. We'll see what happens in the next four <laughs> hours. Uh, your phone number, if you'd like to participate, we hope you do. 916-909-0985. We are on the Odyssey app. Where you can listen live, stream anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Also get our podcasts uh, there and thebaileyshow.com. Today's one of those Odyssey check-in days where I had the opportunity to talk with Corey Taylor uh, of Corey Taylor or Corey Taylor of Slipknot or Corey Taylor of Stone Sour uh, and his new album and his new song that we'll play a little bit later on and have the full-length conversation that i have with Corey later on but that's up on the odyssey app so it's getting a lot of uh internet attention especially the low-hanging fruit question about the rock and roll hall of fame because i didn't like i didn't know what he was going to say (laughs) (laughs) i'll take that one on the chin uh also on social media listen to the bs on the twitter the instagram and the facebook and at the bailey show on the youtube uh disturbed breaking benjamin I've got those tickets to give out to you at the end of this hour with order up. So if you're interested, stick around for that because it also includes a possible VIP package. Uh, That would be a nice thing. But I have a very important question to start off the program. Mm -hmm. What is that? Very, very important question. This has been weighing on me since I left here last night at 7 p.m. All throughout the night, I've been up and down wanting to know (laughs) this answer to this question. I'm sure it wasn't that pressing. (laughs) How do you make your tuna fish? Oh, how do I make my tuna fish? How do you make it? This, before you answer, let me okay. just say this. I posted a pic. I've been craving tuna fish for the past week, right? I grew up on tuna fish. My grandmother made the best tuna fish. My aunt Mine too. made the best tuna fish. My mom even makes great tuna fish. My wife makes great tuna. I make good tuna fish. <laughs> Everybody, you know, makes good tuna fish. Right. Well, no, that's not true. There, I, I, It has to be the inner circle. Right. Okay. Like you go outside. The closest the, people to you make good tuna. Yeah, because people outside the the inner circle they put onions in their tuna fish, and that's no, 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 no. You do not put onions in tuna fish. Anyway, so I posted a picture of this tuna melt that I made last night. I was very excited about it. Uh, I've been waiting all week to do it. I had to buy a can opener first, right? And it wasn't exactly how I wanted it, but it was just a straight up in your face tuna. I've never seen so many people have an opinion on a tuna fish sandwich before. <laughs> I missed that post because I've been waiting to see the tuna myself because you had me craving it last oh week. Oh, my God. I'll leave you a little bit because you're going to be watching the dogs this weekend. Yeah. You're going to have my leftover tuna fish. <laughs> so how do you make your tuna? So I put mayo in mine and I put relish and egg. Oh, egg. That's good. Right there. So I put mayo, relish, and egg. I'd eat your tuna. Oh, I'm, I know you would because it's delicious. <laughs> was that funny? I just, <laughs> I'd eat your you? tuna. Huh? Just, How old are you? It just was funny. <laughs> that many? 
That th- that many, yes, this many minis. Are you a tuna guy, Nelson? Uh, I don't do it like you guys do. I like it a little uh, white trashier. Miracle Whip on crackers. So no, nothing else. Just the tuna fish out the can. It's got to be out the can. Is it? It's it, and I, just Miracle Whip. Miracle. Got to be the tangy zip. I don't do mayo. That's that's like the trash. Ew. That's like the trashy. Well, that's, well, that's what he said. Well, that's why I said it's white trash. I own yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You whispering. I'm like, that's what he's saying. <laughs> I know. You don't have to whisper. I know. <laughs> Miracle Whip. Like, you see that in the cover, you're like. I do not eat Miracle Whip at all. Oh, love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree won't. with you. It's it's not it a. It has to be mayo. It's got to be. It's, and it's got to be mayo. Hellman's. Yeah, Hellman's mayo. Yes, See, absolutely. I would have saw you guys as like a Duke's. Dukes. Yeah. No, no, not a Duke's Mm-mm. guy. I like Hellman's. So this is what I've learned. And this is crazy that I've never figured this out, you know, because. In this business, you kind of figure things like out what gets people's, you know, like everybody's got an opinion on some silly things. Those are my favorite conversations to have. I've never realized that everybody's like so protective of their tuna. What were they saying about yours? Well, first off, they said it's not a real tuna melt because they didn't see. I don't know how they didn't see the cheese and the toast. Like that picture you posted? Yeah. I got to look for this picture now. They didn't see the cheese? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> they're like it's not real tuna melt because i don't see any cheese and it's got to be on toasted bread i'm like that is toasted bread i had to put it in the oven it's not overly toasted and there's the cheese now granted now granted the cheese could have been uh melted a little bit more you know i'm not lying but anyway here's how i do my tuna okay okay so uh hellman's mayo okay boom i found a picture right and sometimes i'll switch it off and do less mayo and more um uh, olive oil, like an olive oil, like a olive oil tuna fish. It's really good. But anyway, and I, what else? Because I don't like you got nothing else in here. Well, I got pickles. I chopped those pickles up myself. All right, like your relish. Okay, and I don't see them though. I usually put black olives in there, and then you have to douse it, absolutely douse it with Old Bay. Mm. Tons of Old Bay. You are a fanatic for Old Bay. I'll yeah. try it. Oh. Last night, it scratched my soul <laughs> to stop at the grocery store. So here's the problem. Like when you're moving, you're in transition period. You've got everything. I have everything. They're just on pods somewhere in the world. I don't know where they're at. And all my hot sauces, including my Old Bay hot sauce, and I have four bottles of it back at my house in Atlanta. It's not going to be out of here. for like It's coming with us, by the way. That sounds really like, good. We're putting it in a pot. Because <laughs> it's $6.59 at uh, Safeway. Uh-huh. For Old Bay seasoning? For Old Bay hot sauce. Oh. But I was like, do I really want to buy it? Because I just literally want four drops. And they don't have a smaller one. I know it's $6.59, but I've That's got That's a lot. <laughs> it was like, That's a lot. It was like playing, it's like paying the ATM fee at the casino. Yes. You know, you're just like- $8. $8 to get my own money? Oh, God, and I'm just going to spend it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the same exact thing. So that's like two things this week with food on my social media, my personal. Well, I think I've, I've also posted it to at Listen to the BS. But um, the other one was I used heels, the bread, like the heels of the bread. For what? The tuna melt? No, 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 no. This was early. This was, I think, last week actually. Oh, just for a sandwich because okay. I ran out of bread. Mm-hmm. Like I'm totally living like a bachelor. I like, won't eat heels. I, Why? I miss my wife so much. I'm living like a bachelor. Oh, I know you miss her. <laughs> I know. I, like I've got to make felt it. my own dinner. I don't have backup stuff. I got to go to the grocery store after the work. After it's a mess. So anyway, my grandmother, 
used to put my sandwiches on heels and it got to a point where, by the way, if you don't know what a heel is, in which I found out a lot of people don't, heels are the butt ends of the bread loaf. The uh-huh. last, the first piece and the last piece. What do people call it if they don't call it the heel? The butt. The butt. I've never heard anybody call it butt bread. Not one time. Mm-hmm. Butt no. bread. Nobody's, call it butt. The no, butt. Nobody's, the bread. nobody's ever said that. They definitely do. No, they definitely don't. Okay, somebody will chime in and tell me they do. Somebody will write it on social media. People absolutely call it the butt. I'm 47 years old, and I'm as close to brilliant as you can get. And I've never heard anyone. So maybe no one you know says that. Butt bread. I'm not either. They don't call it butt bread. They call it the butt ends of the bread. So they'll say, oh, that's the butt piece or the butt end or the butt whatever. They're probably the same people using Miracle Whip and their tuna fish. No, stop. (laughs) I don't call it that. I call it a heel. Oh, you're offended. Yeah. Yeah. How dare you be offended? Yeah, to the butt, I take offense. The white trash, I don't. (laughs) Don't tell me my people are calling it butt bread. (laughs) My people are. Not one person in the park has called it the butt of the bread. So my grandmother used to make my sandwiches on the heels, and and I used to like it, right? So I used to request it to have it on the heels. So I've got no problem with it. But as you get older, you you, you know, at least in my family, very rarely do we have, you know, sandwiches on heels of bread. You know, I only I, eat it, cheese toast with those. I could, I can't remember the last time I had it. So I'm down on my last two pieces of bread the other day. And, and I started, like, do I like the heels? It's bread. Why would I not like the heels? <laughs> but there, I, I know it's a thing that people don't eat the heels of the bread. Why is that? It's still bread. It's because it's a lot cr- of times they're harder uh-huh. and the rest of the bread is soft. Well, it's all crust, too. Think, when you think of it that way, you know how some people don't like the crust of a bread or they'll cut the crust around yeah. uh, the top of it? Well, the whole back piece is crust at that point. We, well, it's But it's fun. Like, Listen, I eat the heels, so you're you're talking to the wrong guy there. <laughs> well, like, I will eat just, I'll put uh, peanut butter and jelly on the heel and then fold it in half and make a, a half sandwich. Well, Bougie D over here, you know, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> I only eat the heels if it's cheese toast. <laughs> I heard she throws away the two pieces that touch the heel even, like, that's how far she goes. <laughs> and I never wear the same socks twice. <laughs> Me and Justin Timberlake. We just never, ever wear the same socks. Oh, my God. Uh, The heels are for the, uh, you know, lower people. (laughs) The people that look up at El Dorado Hills. Those are the people. All right. Uh, 916-909-0985. Willie and Sack, you'll be up first if you can hang out for a minute. I guess we're talking butt bread now, huh? I told you that someone calls it that and I would get back up. Butt bread and how you make your tuna. Also, <laughs> also, if uh, you get nervous often, I've got, according to The Guardian, a way that you cannot be so nervous. Hmm. Nelson gets nervous. He does. So this might be good for Nelson. All right. 916-909-0985. It's the BS on 98 Rock. There's Willie in Sack. How are you, Willie? Hey, what's going on? I'm starting to turn in to be a frequent flyer, baby. Oh, oh this, this... I, I, I call you in your time of need. Yes. Uh, last week, yeah. it was your friend <laughs> who completely forgot your 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 man crush yeah. in the seventh grade. Okay, so I'm going to try to fix some of this damage that you've done to the rest of the universe. Okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, only in... Your small circle of the world, do they call it the heel? It is the butt of the bread. As a matter of fact, our community 
the black community made a joke about it. He said, my ex-girlfriend was like the butt of the bread. Everybody sees it. Everybody gets to touch it. But nobody really wants to eat it. Oh, okay. So, so there, hold, there on, a, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me get in here. <laughs> okay. So, so now we've got a different thing going on here. I said it's cultural, bro. Yep. I was trying to tell. I was trying to tell. Uh, right. Bef- yeah. Before I came, okay. Nikki, I was trying to tell her. I said it's cultural. Okay. I so, said, so unless, but, if you but, come to my house, then you'll understand. You like, what are they talking about? The butter, the bread. But now I, said, I understand, Willie. Willie, you got to stop. I, <laughs> now, see, I didn't realize that. So now I'm educated. Mm. Because Nikki was just saying, because I don't look at Nikki, you know, I don't, it's not, I don't hear color, right? I don't hear color. So, <laughs> so. Until I start talking. So, so, so when Nikki, yeah, until Nelson starts talking. So when Nikki said that, I'm just thinking like her friends, her family, I'm not looking at it as a black, white thing. It is, it's cultural, bro. Okay, well that so makes I all said, the sense. I, when I heard you having the conversation, I said, let me save him. I was like, because it's, it's not a difficult thing to understand. I said, when we go outside the parameters of our very, very exclusive lifestyle, then we see other things and other people's perspective. But I said, I even had a joke to go with it. Yeah. I well, even had a joke to go with it, man. Well, I don't hear color, <laughs> but I appreciate you calling because all I'm trying to do is keep it on. That's his black okay, you didn't ask, you Well, and since you're moving from Atlanta to here, man, in front of an audience of thousands of people, don't tell another woman you want to eat her tuna when your wife might be listening. Don't do that. That's, don't do that. that's about don't enough of that. you, Willie. That's, that's dirty talk right there. That's pornography. I know, what I, heard. I know what I heard, young man. I know what I heard. That is anyway, pornography. I, called, I just called in to shine a little light on your dreary existence, Bailey. You my man. Right. You my man. Willie the professor. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Talk to you soon. All right. Love that guy. Same. See, that now, you know what? I feel good right now. Why do you feel good? Because you didn't tee it up like that. You didn't say, hey, look, in the black community, we call it this. I like learning stuff like that. Well, I didn't want to say in the black community because I've had some people online that agree with me as well, and they're not black. So Mm. I just, again, would say people that I know. I won't say just the black community. See, I was willing to give you, like, the black community says, you know, this because it's a cultural difference thing. And, you know. The white community says heels. The black community says uh, butts. But now you're mixing it up again. So now I'm going to tell you the same thing. I don't believe you. Well, you cannot believe me. But like I said, everyone that I know says butt. I've never heard heel. Chris and Sack, how are you, my friend? I'm good, baby. How you doing? On top of the world, dude. Just learning about butts and heels. Which one do <laughs> yeah, you call you it, Chris? Well, I got to tell you, I'm white trash and we call it the butt. Wow. There you go. Okay. Did you know in the black community they call it? <laughs> the butt too i just i just learned that yeah Thank me you. too you're, you're yeah. welcome yeah so yeah that was uh, that I was got, the, I, our quiet storm moment some, yeah mm-hmm. yeah really really i got something for nelson though on the tuna thing you got to try this okay you ready okay yeah you chop up bread and butter pickles oh yes right yes you put that in with the tuna you use the miracle whip and now here's the key you got to throw a couple dollops of gray poupon because we're classy oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh Bro, that oh, sounds really a good. A couple of dollops. Bro, I'm telling you. Pinky out, dollop in. I'm going to eat Nelson's tuna. Excuse me. Mm. Is that great, Poupon? Indeed. Indeed. Now, Indubitably. Now, I don't know how well you know Nelson, Chris, just by listening on the radio, but I know the guy pretty well. And he will take your advice. 
but it's not going to be Gray Poupon that he puts in there. It's going to be like Jay Poupon. Yeah. Use the teaspoon and put the pinky out when you pile it in there, brother. I will. All right, dude. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. You know damn well, right? All right. Not a chance. He's not buying grape. There ain't a brand name in that kid's apartment. House brand, baby. Oh, my God, Nevin. Oh, my God. This will probably help you out, Nelson, because you get nervous. All right. And when you get nervous, your defense mechanism is to get loud and not talk, not stop talking. Well, that's, I think, my reaction to everything. Nerves, happiness, angry. <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, All of those. Just had to do a mental checklist there. Uh, so uh, according to The Guardian, um, which is a publication, it's in the U.K., it's a newspaper, they did a story on how Americans have started speaking in a British accent when they feel awkward or in social situations. Yeah. So my daughter and her friends do this, but it's not when they're nervous. So I don't know if I, I thought it was like a TikTok trend or where they would like they answer and they'd be British. Like, uh-huh. Oh, hello. You know, that kind of thing. That's really good. Thank you very much. I can say one word really good with a British accent. What is it? Really well. Literally. Literally. Mm, that literally. Was... Literally. You know, they talked to a bunch of Gen Zers who admitted it's becoming kind of a habit. Yeah, but you're still not saying it proper. It's literally. Literally. No, no. You must try again. Literally. Literally. <laughs> you're making me nervous. You're, you're making me nervous. <laughs> Most said it's something they unconsciously do and they feel uncomfortable. That would be weird if someone just started doing that randomly as you're like in a a stressful situation and all of a sudden they're talking in a British accent. Yeah, really. Like, what are you what are you doing? Like You're you're in a changing room. Somebody walks in and goes, oh, my goodness. Why are you in here? (laughs) What? (laughs) Who are you? You're trying to look at me knickers. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, I, I I. I, I kind of understand this because one of my biggest pet peeves this is why I don't like Tyra Banks is when she, and this is how I know she's not all that talented. First too. of all, bite your tongue, but go on. No, she, well, she's not, she's not, here's how I can tell you she's not all that talented, not very sure of what she's doing is because whenever somebody does what she does, and there's a lot of people, more women do this, they sing the answers. So this is very similar to this. So I can understand this. Okay, like a nervous tick. It's it's so, yeah. They, it's it's an es- or that's being overly eccentric and extra is what we would call it. Or overly annoying. It's not annoying. Who wants them to sing and not well? By the way, the answer to whatever it is that you asked it's, every time. It's her thing. It's like her signature. You know, it's Tyra. She's happy, upbeat, positive. It's her thing. Well, I'm not trying to get in a Tyra Banks jihad. I here. love Tyra. Mm-hmm. You know, it's well, I like Tyra too. I so, love Tyra. It's annoying, but my point is, is that just so she's like, you know, like, I think now you've ruined Tyra for me because no, I, I, I never love noticed that. Look, Tyra. Yeah. It, Hey, where where are you going? I'm going to the Seven you know, Eleven. That's all I'm going to be able to hear now. That's all she does. Don't God. let him ruin Tyra for you. That's all she does. I'm going to try and stay strong. I can't believe you guys aren't tired of Tyra. We are not. Uh, Gen Z said they also do it when they have to confront somebody. Oh, like in an angry way. 
Like one guy needed his roommate to take the trash out. So in a British accent, can you please take out the rubbish? <laughs> no. Because that'll make it maybe what will be conversational if you was like, right. take out the daggone trash. Right. It'll be like, oh, ha, 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 You know, there might be something to this, right? Because, I mean, obviously the British accent would be the easiest to do. Mm-hmm. And of all of them, I mean, you're not going to go around speaking Mandarin. You know, so like if, if you no. if you've got an issue, like one of the biggest confrontations you can have, right? Movie theater. Right. You want somebody to keep it down, they keep their light on their phone or whatever the case may be. If you say anything in public, people get defensive, they feel justified, altercation, you can't avoid it. But you go over to them and say, Excuse me, mate. <laughs> Gotta have a mate in there. Would you mind turning off your telly? See, now you're right, because when the guy yelled at me at the movies, I was mad. But if he would have said it like that, I wouldn't have been mad. I probably would have just laughed. At the Galaxy movie? No, when I went to see the little Spider-Man movie, one of those spider nerds. What did you get yelled at? Because my light was flashing on my phone. How did he say it? He's like, can you please turn your light off? Right, but you would have told that story differently. He's like, excuse me, mom. Mind turning the light off? Yes, because I would have laughed and I would have thought it was funny and haha, but he made me mad because he was off. Can somebody do this this week or this weekend? Like, if you're try the movies or try a restaurant or something, what would normally be a confrontation? And if you video it and you send it to us and you actually do it and it's real, I'll give you money. Oh, that's a good challenge. Out of Nelson's pocket. I mean, I didn't say how much. Could be five dollars. <laughs> could be one dollar. Could be ten dollars. Could be a hundred dollars. You never know what's in Nelson's pocket. Never I wouldn't know. count on a Benjamin. Not to, to spoil it, but I wouldn't count on a Hondo. <laughs> how much you got in your wallet right now? Uh, in my wallet, I think I'm, I might have a twenty spot on me. A twenty spot. Like he's, <laughs> Look a, at that. Like he's a big dog. <laughs> Look at that, baby. One not so crisp twenty dollar bill. What do they call that? A Jackson. They got a Jackson. No, they don't call that. I That's don't why think they, they call that a Jackson, no. You know, in the black community, they do. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely do not. Oh, my God. Let me tell you, Willie, call back. And te- <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, well, got to snort. Yep. Oh got to snort. All right. First round of headlines. Nikki D, what you got? I'm going to tell you what NFL fans have against Peacock and why a shoplifter was killed at Walgreens. All right. Good stuff. Two big stories from today. Nikki D's got us here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Alright, here we go. First round of headlines, Nikki D. NFL fans are so mad they could sprout wings. H1. We found out. You were paying attention to your phone. I was listening to the people in the meeting. Some so. of us already knew about it. <laughs> we found out. <laughs> okay. They only wake you up for the unimportant meetings. We found out that Peacock will present a Saturday night NFL wildcard game January 13, 2024. NBC has a late afternoon game on NBC. The Super Bowl is a very highly watched sport every year, but people also watch the playoffs during the NFL season. Well, yesterday the league announced that they're going to be broadcasting one of the playoff games on Peacock. And so NFL fans are yet again mad. They're upset because they're going to have to go to another streaming platform and possibly sign up if you don't already have Peacock in order to watch this game. Now, I guess I don't understand why they're so mad if it's only one game because you can just miss it and watch the highlights, right? No. Especially if it's your team. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, if you're a 49ers fan and it's a playoff game and it's not being broadcast on network television, 
The only place you can find it is on Peacock, which means that, I mean, I'm sure you could get a free trial um, or you pay the $5 for that month. See, here, here's the rub, right? Um, it, it's very similar to, like, electric cars, especially, like, what the state of California is doing to push you to get electric cars. There's mm-hmm. incentives, and um, but also gas prices are becoming so astronomical that you, you kind of want to get you know, an electric car or hybrid or something like that. Mm-hmm. The, the we're, we're being pushed to cut the cord. Now, I cut the cord, you know, two years ago. It couldn't be happier. But when you look at the NFL and how powerful of, of an entity it is, it's pushing people to cut the cord. They're no longer with DirecTV. So now the Sunday ticket is on YouTube TV, which the price for it is not cheap. Um, mm. I don't know if I have to have the Sunday ticket in order to get the red zone because I just want the red zone which I had last year on YouTube TV. That's why I signed up for it. Oh, okay. Here's the problem. For, you know, not that I'm the younger generation, but for the older generation, this is a problem. They, they're not they're not streamers. They're, they, they don't know to go to their television. And, 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 and get, how to get the apps and all that stuff. And the old school, you know, NFL fans, the purists and stuff, they just want to turn on their television and watch their hometown team play. And you got to have to have a heart for that because they, they're OG. They've been there since day one. They've been watching football 50, 60, 70 years. And, and, now, and now you're pulling the rug out from underneath of them and going, hey, look, Grandpa, get the Peacock and stream it. Also, Thursday night games, you want to watch that? That's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> oh, you, you if you want to watch your team because it's blacked out, you got to get YouTube TV. What? But here's the thing with Peacock, right? though. Mm-hmm. Peacock is a part of Xfinity. So if you are still an Xfinity cable subscriber, then you get Peacock for free. Well, what if you're not? Really? I mean, okay. So, what if you're not? Then you have to go sign I mean, up. You're, you're preaching. <laughs> you're, you're preaching to the choir. I have Peacock. I love Peacock. I think yeah, it's great. I have Peacock. He, here's the problem, also for everybody, is it gets confusing. I mean, there were a couple Thursday night games last season that you know I go to turn on the NFL Network and it's not there, mm-hmm. and I go what? And I, you got to Google it. Go, so oh. there, there's not like this home base yet for where everything is being played. YouTube TV does a very good job of reading your preferences, you know, and they have the guide, like, uh, and also, uh, was it Fu, uh, Fu, FUBU? FUBU Fu, TV Fu, or no, Fight TV the, or what? The Fu, other Fu, one. No, was, FUBU is the clothing. It's clothing. It's, uh, um, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yes. The orange and white. Yeah, let me look. Anyway, they do, they do the same thing. But the problem is you don't know where these games are taking place. So when they put the NFL schedule the out that they did last week, they don't tell you where the game's going to be watched, where they, you can watch it? They do, but okay. it, you're, it's not like you're putting it on your refrigerator. You know, okay. It's like you expect to just easily turn on <laughs> Thursday, <laughs> Sunday, Monday. Well, and like back in the day, you would be able to go to your cable box. You know, Not that anyone has cable anymore, but then at least you could search through the cable box. So it was all it was all in one place, even though it was across four networks. Fubo. 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 I, I feel bad for the older generation. I, re- I, I do. Cause... I really do. I, there's a story. I don't know if I'll get to it today, but something I witnessed at the DMV uh, on num- numerous times on my visit, my fourth visit. There. <laughs> but but they're you know, you're they're, you're just kind of leaving them out to dry. And it, it's kind of a dick move. Because they're not up with the technology, and they don't. I honestly don't feel like they have to be, to be honest. And and, and you shouldn't have to, like, the, if you're 60, 70 years old, been watching football your whole life. You, you, there's no way that you're paying to watch football. No, right? Because not you at all. grew up watching football on television. I mean, you're paying for whatever your cable is or something like that. But now you're going. You want me to pay an extra five dollars, four hundred dollars? 
you know, one hundred and thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are on fixed incomes. Because think about this: it's a, what one hundred and twenty bucks, right, for Amazon Prime. Yep. It's I think three fifty or four fifty or something for the Sunday ticket for YouTube TV. I think they said it was three ninety nine. Okay, and then it's but it goes up if you don't do it by a certain date. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, Peacock's like five or ten bucks. So if you're on a fixed income, that's a lot of money. That's a lot. I mean, money you don't have to spend. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. absurd. It really is. It's not fair. Well, can you just go out to like maybe the bar scene type thing and watch games that way? You would have to. Okay. Or and even then, are you? Are, is a bar going to let you sit down and not order anything? So now you got to. You're in for appetizers. You're in for. You might as well pay the five bucks to to, <laughs> right. to Peacock. By the time you're done with your tab at this bar throughout the season, you should yeah. have bought everything at home. <laughs> Gotta have the Sunday ticket. <laughs> and eat your uh, Miracle Whip tuna on your crackers. Mm-hmm. The comfort of your own home. All right, second headline. <laughs> A security guard took shoplifting too far, but the DA doesn't agree. H2. A life was lost here. That spawns grief it spawns emotion it spawns a reaction that is normal it is human and i understand that and it's a part of the nature of the work that we do here in the da's office what i cannot do however is base my decisions on that emotion that was san francisco district attorney uh brooke jenkins she released this um uh, press release out um, there was a shoplifting that took place at Walgreens, and we talked about this, how the shoplifting and everything down there is kind of getting out of control, and they released the video basically to justify her not pressing charges. And you see this uh, man come in. He tries to run out with a bag. The security guard stops him. They fight in the store. Then he lets him up and runs out, and then he turns around and does like one of those like pump fake moves like when you're like jerking at somebody and the security security guard shot and killed him yeah. and the da said that she's not going to press charges because she feels like he acted in self-defense but now that the video out of course people are outraged and they feel like this security guard needs to be charged with murder hell no tough Mm-mm. suck it up it would have never happened if that guy didn't go in there and try to take things that were not his if you die you die don't go and break the law You know, I mean, it's just that simple. You know, I I don't understand the compassion people have for people that break the law. Like, you know, you well, did he really have to shoot him? Well, the guy tried. The guy pulled, went in his pocket, and and what you didn't mention is that at the end, when he started charging at him, he pulled something out of his pocket. You can see it in his hand. Oh, I didn't see that. There's something, Hmm. you know, but and there's no audio, right? So no, there's no audio. I guarantee, I would put money on it that that security guard. Which he didn't have. It's Walgreens, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't have to do anything. He could have just been like, take this stuff out. But he, like he probably many other people, are going, enough is enough. Like, this is getting out of control. Mm-hmm. And so he just takes pride in what he does. And, you know. he The security guard said that he told him that he was going to stab him. But he didn't have any weapons. He didn't have anything on him. And I still am a firm believer that that is not your stuff. You don't own Walgreens. So to physically fight and tussle and then kill somebody for stealing candy, I, I just that wouldn't work well with my conscience. I, I would not do that. He didn't kill him for stealing candy. He killed him because he feared for his safety. I don't I don't believe him. I know he, that's what he said. I listened to his interview, but I don't believe him. Number one, this was a, a trans male. And in his interview, he kept referring to him as a she. So he viewed this person as a woman because she, she does still look like a woman. The security guard? The security guard is a man, but the person he shot is a trans man who is a female. Who does that have to do with anything? 
because when he was in his interview, he kept saying she, this, she, this, she, that. So it confused me. And I'm like, why does he keep saying she? I thought it was a male because it was a female. Because when he was fighting with this person, he probably at that point realized this is probably a woman. He's overpowering her already when they were fighting. It, he, he wasn't at a risk. He didn't feel like like this person was going to kill him is what I'm saying. You're telling me you had some Amazon packages stolen from your new place? I did. Okay. What if I was house-sitting for you? And I saw the people. I saw some guy come up, start stealing your Amazon stuff, and I didn't do anything about it. You would open the, my door and shoot them outside of the house. I didn't say that. They'll I take said, you to jail. I said, do something about it. Try to stop them. I'm you could try to stop them because that's my stuff. That's not that security guard but it's not, stuff. But it's not my stuff. I would not be mad at you oh, if okay. you did nothing. I I don't believe that. I don't believe that <laughs> I at all. I would not be mad at you if you did I, I can tell it's you right now, I would, like be, you just said. I would be fear. The bottom line is, stop breaking the law. I agree with that. Just, don't break the law. If you don't break the law, you won't be put in predicaments where you might die. Don't break stop the law. Stop breaking the law. But Somebody also, asks for your ID. Show them your ID. Somebody says, stop, stop. Somebody says, show your hands, show your hands. If, it, if it's against the law to steal, don't steal. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know... It's almost like you deserve to die because you're just that stupid. No, I don't agree with that at all. You gotta watch out. I don't agree with that comes at, in on that one. All, <laughs> at all. He's just... a security guard. He's not even a police officer. He was a security guard. If you want to say stop, don't take this out of the store. Even after nope. they fought nope. and he runs off, he runs off. No, nope. he's a good Samaritan. He's a hero in my book. I'm putting no. his name. I'm putting his picture on my wall. Well, the DA agrees with you. So I know they do. <laughs> there you go. We talked about it beforehand. You and the DA did. Yes. <laughs> I call her Da. Da. You call her Da. Her name's Brooke. Yeah, but well, she, she is she, the she go, Da. She is the Da. Okay. She goes by DA. Sure. Uh, you want to go see Disturbed with special guest Breaking Benjamin, Toyota Amphitheater, July 18th. Uh, plus, you might be chosen for the grand prize, which is the Keg Crusher package, which includes upgraded seats, exclusive VIP event before the show, and more. Uh, Ticketoffice.org if you'd like to buy them. But if you want them for free, I need two players. We'll play Order Up here in just a minute. 916-909-0985. We've got a piece of audio. Within that audio, there are three pieces of audio labeled A, B, and C under different categories, which I will tell you. After it's all said and done, you order them up, oldest to newest, with the help from Nikki D. Whoever has the most points wins. It's just that simple. 916-909-0985. Start lining up. We'll do order up here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. They can't spell the word chronological, but they're pretty sure it means to put stuff in order according to year. They're not in the right order. Get this in order. Think you can do that? Let's find out. Because it's time to play Order Up. Yeah, and if you win, disturb tickets, special guest breaking Benjamin, Toyota Amphitheater, July 18th. Thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there is Nick D, and there is Nelson. And we've got, is this Brennan? Brenna. 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 And Yuba City, how are you, Brenna? I'm good, thank you. I'm good, so sweet. Uh, Brandon and Sack, how you doing, dude? I'm really doing really good. It's Brandon. Brandon, <laughs> <laughs> Brandon. Brandon, 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 Brandon. Okay. So here's how this works, ladies and gentlemen. Order up is the game. I've got the tickets for Disturb Breaking Benjamin. Nikki D is going to help both of you out. Uh, Brenna, you'll go uh, first, and I'll give you the category. There will be a piece of audio that you'll hear inside. Three pieces of audio, A, B, and C. Just order them up oldest to newest. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, then the competition gets to steal. Everybody understand? 
Yes. All right. Yep. Brennan, first one, A1. Here we go. He's a hotshot attorney who's never lost. Yes. Forced to coach a hockey team that's never won. Keep swinging. Maybe I'll give him a cold. Can't try to teach them how to win. You think losing is funny? Well, men at first, but once you get the hang of it. And they'll teach him. Get off the roof, you little monkey. That winning isn't everything. O.J. Simpson, as you've never seen him before. In a movie so big, it had to be filmed in color. C. Vampires. They're everywhere. You're one of them, aren't you? No. I'm something else. All right, there we go. Trilogy movies is the category. Trilogy movies. Brennan, Nikki D, okay. 60 seconds. Order them up. Trilogy movies means they had three of them, right? Very. So. so um, Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, A. Brenna is the Mighty Ducks. Now, I don't know that they had three of them, but they said it was a hockey kids playing. It's Mighty Ducks. I'm pretty sure about that. Now, B, Okay. do you know a movie that O.J. Simpson was in? <laughs> in color? No clue. All right. So, C, Knives we're going out. to say um, <laughs> was uh, Blade. Because I've I heard Wesley Snipes, Vampires, that's a blade. I didn't know it was three of those either. So I feel a little lost with this. So A, I know it's Mighty Ducks. B is a movie with O.J. Simpson that I have no idea what it is. And then C is Blade. So now which one's the oldest? I know Mighty Ducks is old. but Five seconds. This movie with O.J. Simpson, I don't know if it's older than Mighty Ducks or not. So I'm going to say A, Mighty Ducks is the oldest. B, then this O.J. Simpson movie, and then I'm going to say Blade is the newest. So I think it could just be ABC. What All do right. you think? Brenna, you agree with that? I'm going with Nikki D. All right. ABC is your answer, correct? Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, do you know what B is? Um, I, um, I don't. Um, no, I don't know what the O.J. one is now. Okay. Well, then let's just flip it. Let's do B. Um, the O.J. Simpson movie, A, The Mighty Ducks, and C, Blade still being the newest. So let's just do B.A.C. then. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking it is. Yes, I agree with you. All right. We're going to go B.A.C. B.A.C. is your answer. That is correct. Oh, I was about to say <laughs> That's Yay! wrong. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what we got. Wow. What that tells me is you hate women. Who? You. Why? You didn't let Brenna win. <laughs> no, we just took a guess and we flopped it. The oldest, uh, the Naked Gun from the Files of the Police Squad, nineteen eighty-eight. Great movies. OJ Simpson. And then the Mighty Ducks, ninety-two, got that. And then Blade, ninety-eight. That is correct. All right. Uh, with that, Brandon is on the board, and the board is back to you, Brandon. The category inventions. B one. Dramatically detailed, stupendously styled, smaller than enough, this one or this one. And now with a totally terrific town, Super City Toolbox playset. Closed, it's a mild matter toolbox. Open, it's a Micro Machine USA. They said it wasn't humanly possible. All the power and excitement of Nintendo right in the palm of your hand. It's portable, it's in stereo, and its games are interchangeable. See? That's when I had the idea of, why don't we build a cellular system that's the way it ought to be? that's personal portable. We shut down engineering in the company and put all our efforts into building a handheld. Inventions, Brandon, Nikki D, 60 seconds, order them up. Okay, so A was that speed guy, and I heard him say micro machine. I don't know what any of that means. 
uh b was a game boy from nintendo hold it in your hand and then c he said they built a portable sale system um jails probably so <laughs> so i think portable sale system i think that's a, a cell phone that's a cell phone right see portable sale system <laughs> all right so brandon do you do you know any of these um, yeah, Cell and the Nintendo, um, yes, and also the micro-machines. I know them all. Um, you want to take a crack at it first? Okay, so I think the oldest thing, just based on how it sounded, was A. I don't even know what it is. You said A is a micro-machine? I, I think That's so. what I, it's I, called? Yeah, I, I kind of misheard, but I, I think maybe. I heard that, but I don't know if that's what it's called. Five so we'll go with that. A being the oldest. I think then they came out with cell phones, C, and then the Game Boy Last. So I think it's ACB. There you go. All right, ACB, is that what you want to go with, Brandon? That's a good answer. I'm going to disagree. Oh, okay. What do you want to go with? I'm going to go with um, uh, um, cell phone. Or I'm going to go uh, C, and then uh, um, A, and then B. Okay, excellent. That's a good okay. answer, too. Um <laughs> All right, that's what you want to go with, C-A-B. Brandon's got C-A-B locking that in, yes? Yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right, correct. Oh, go Brandon. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> it's a disturbed noise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon, you got to get in this game. Come on, here we go. Uh, next category okay. is music, all right? Music, 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 C-1. start doing the order up playlist that was pretty good hey. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right here we go brenna nikki d 60 seconds order them up okay. okay so a was nothing but a good time um and yeah, then b was alanis morissette it's not fair and then c was sir mix a lot baby got back nailed that one now a nothing but a good time i feel like that's the oldest one do you do you know when that song came out? None but a good time. The eighties, I would think. No, Brandon, you're not in this. I, you're yeah, not I, I, I don't, but I do think it's the earliest. I think that's the oldest, and then I think Sir Mix-a-Lot was next, and I think Alanis Morissette is the newest out of these. So I think it's A C B, Brenna. A number that's good what time. I was thinking okay, too. okay, A C B. A C B, locking that in, Brenna. ACB, locking it in. All right, nicely done. Are we right? Yeah. Oh! Oh! You're going to give her PTSD <laughs> over this game. <laughs> Nothing but a good time by one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Poison, 1988. Sir Mix-a-Lot with Baby Got Back, 92. And then Alanis Morissette, You All to Know, 95. <laughs> all right. All right, here we go. Running out of time, running out of time. Brandon, the board is yours. The category TV shows. TV shows. Here we go. D1. Hey! Stranded on an island. 
No one's coming for us. This place is different. We all know it. We all feel it. It's been six days, and we're all still waiting, waiting for someone to come. But what if they don't? We need to start figuring things out. Two FBI agents assigned to the same cases for different reasons. No explainable cause of death. Do you have a theory? You believe in the existence of extraterrestrials. One a skeptic, one a believer. Both trying to answer questions that were never meant to be uncovered. I think those kids have been abducted. By who? By what? See. It's Guitar Hero. Stan and Kyle are really good at it. Well, you kids want to see something really cool? Check this out. That's it. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for it. Nope. No, we can't check it out. Can't check it out. All right, TV shows. <laughs> Order no, them up. Brandon, Nikki D. All right, Brandon. Uh, a was, they were stranded on an island, and I'm not familiar with whatever that show was. I know it wasn't Gilligan's Island, but they were stranded on an island. B was the X-Files, because I heard him say terrestrials. I remember the X-Files. And then C was South Park. I got that. So did you know what A was, Brandon? Um, I'm going to guess Lost. Lost? Were they on an island on that? Because I ain't never seen it. Maybe. Okay. I mean, I think so. Okay, well, we'll go with that. A is, is Lost. Okay, so which one did you think was the oldest out of X-Files and Lost? I think X-Files was the oldest, because I remember that. I still feel like when I was a kid or something. So I think it's B. X-Files is the oldest. Then maybe Lost, and then South Park. So maybe it's B-A-C? All right, need an answer. I think I'm going to go... Um, I think I'm going to go B-C-A. Ooh. <laughs> he is not going with me, and I'm not mad. <laughs> Lock it in. Lock it in, B-C-A. <laughs> Nikki D. Is he right? Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> said he is getting these tickets on his oh own, baby. <laughs> With that, time is up, Brenna. I'm so sorry. Brandon is going to win the Disturbed tickets, but you are a great player. Call us back tomorrow. we got a different game tomorrow. All right, Brenna? Thanks, guys. All right, thank, thank you. you. Bye. See ya. Brandon was on it. Brandon, congratulations, buddy. Man, I was doing good. You want to give me a, a Draymond? You want to give me a... Ew, ah, oh, oh. There you go. We're going to be doing that all show. <laughs> Disturbed. Take Back Your Life Tour with Breaking Benjamin Toy to Amphitheater July 18th. We've got these tickets all this week, same time, so... <laughs> going to try back tomorrow and win. Plus, uh, when you win, you might be chosen for the grand prize keg crusher package, which includes upgraded seats, exclusive VIP event before the show, and more. Thanks for listening, Brandon. You hang on, all right, buddy? Thanks, thanks, Bailey and Nikki and Nelson. You're yeah. welcome. No problem, buddy. <laughs> Ooh, wah, uh, 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 to you too. I can tell you, you guys are great. I, a lot cooler than some of the dicks on social media. But you guys are really, really cool. Uh, so I'm slowly but surely making some fellow friends, as my wife and I call guy friends, fellow friends. Okay. And I had a conundrum because I don't get out much. I'm not the most social of people. Shocker. Well, it's not a shocker. You'd think I would be because, you know, it's what I do for a living. I mean, it's not that I can't be around people. I just would rather be in bed. That's why it's shocking. I I think people would think that you want to be out and about. I'd rather be like with my dogs, watching a movie or something like that. But I got invited to hang out with some fellas. 
and I didn't know what to do with my hands. Which is <laughs> not literally, metaphorically. Like, I did not know what to do with my hands. And I'll explain. And it all started at the liquor store. Uh, I'll explain all that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. You got to meet fellow friends, right? You move to a new city. You got to find new friends. Got to find new things to do, especially if they have the same interests as you. Yeah, it's been a struggle for me so far. I don't have no friends. Well, not yet. You got to give it time. You got to join a, um, like the Rotary Club or something. <laughs> what is a Rotary Club? You know what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> the Rotary Club. That was the first thing that came to mind. The, the Elk Lodge? Is there an Elk Lodge out here? The VW? Yeah. Right. Well, you could go to the VW. No. VFW, right? My wonderful coworker, Mickey's trying to help me find friends. So mm-hmm. we'll just keep working on it. There you go. Go out there, find yourself a nice little man or something. Anyway. So <laughs> I uh, I got invited uh, this past weekend to go play some cards with some fellows. Mm-hmm. You know, one of uh, the the guys that we work with, nice guy, like like one of the nicest guys I've ever met. And he's like, I got these good group of dudes. I've known them for a very long time. Um, why don't you come over? I was like, okay. You know, you must have talked to him so he knew you were into cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. we, we talk every day. You know. Uh, but I almost didn't go because not, not that I didn't want to meet these people or didn't want to associate it. I, I'm not an elitist. Uh, it was just that I'm kind of a homebody, especially like Friday, Saturday nights. I'd rather just kind of just relax, you know, busy week and all that stuff. My wife's like, go and meet fellow friends. <laughs> okay. Cause you need to, you're new here. Right. Go and meet fellow friends because they have wives and I need friends. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, got it. You are correct. I am not. That's am- so funny to hear her take on that because what is it always like you get lumped in with your wives like friends husbands like that's what guys always lament like oh we got to hang out with tammy's husband again but she's looking for you to go get wives for her to be friends with yeah because i'm already out of here so i gotta mm-hmm. i gotta lay some groundwork <laughs> you know so I, I gotta do all the work so by the time she gets out of here she's gonna have 10 like best friends exactly so and she, she trusts your judgment yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, you know, I, I might embellish this a little bit, but not not that I'm I'm not an awkward guy. Like I can I can be in pretty much any scenario and and, and mesh and, and all that good stuff. But I found myself in an awkward scenario here as I was I was driving over to this gentleman's uh, house, beautiful house by the way. And I was talking to my wife and, and I said, I should probably, you know, I should probably bring something, you know. you. Oh, yeah, that is a good idea. When you go into somebody's house, take a little gift, a little something, something. Especially mm-hmm. if you're trying to make new fellow friends. And it's your first time. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, you know, you're, you're like, hey, you know, I got a couple dollars. I can buy us a drink every uh-huh, once in a while, right. you know. Yeah, and you're playing cards. That's what you guys do, drink and play cards. Right. Makes sense. Exactly. So I was like, okay. So I, you know, put in my nav on my way over, liquor store, and I pull into the liquor store. I was in this liquor store for, I kid you not, 30 minutes. What were you mm. looking for? I don't know. <laughs> that makes sense. I get you what get he's one, saying. Get one white, one brown, and, and just go with that. I wasn't getting rice. <laughs> You're getting alcohol. Some people don't drink brown liquor. Some people don't drink white liquor. So if you get one white, uh, one brown, then you can't go wrong. Oh, I see what you're saying. All right, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I was thinking more of less like beer. Oh, oh, you're going to bring a okay. beer. The, okay, so here's the thing is I'm not a big beer guy. I'm mm-hmm. a vodka guy. Uh, but, you know, I, I not everybody's a vodka person. So with your theory, that's pretty smart. Yeah. I, I wish I would have been I talking done. to you and not my wife. <laughs> hmm. 
Don't say that. So I was I was focused on the the coolers. And I was walking, pacing back and forth and back and forth to these coolers. Now, I'm kind of a lightweight. I'm going to be the first to admit it. I got uh-huh. no problem cracking open a White Claw. Exactly. For sure. <laughs> All right. I I dig the hard seltzers. I like that uh, that Moscow Mule stuff. What mm-hmm. is that? Uh, cut, oh. cut water. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that stuff. That's my jam. Daddy is your jam. Well, you're you know? a fit guy anyway, so like you, your normal drink of choice is going to be a vodka soda with lemon and lime. Something without sugar, uh-huh. carbs, or something like that, yeah. So I see you as a seltzer, dude. So I'm like, all right, well, so I grabbed it, and she goes, you're going to take a six-pack of seltzers. <laughs> you got a point. Over to a poker game with a group of guys that you just met. Put it down and think about it for a second, Jason. Because <laughs> how many guys were playing? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just assumed there'd be, you know, between six and ten. So, so everybody brought- gets one. one. Or pour you some in a cup, <laughs> y'all can share. <laughs> like it's sample day. Get a cup, pour y'all some in a cup. Well, it wasn't so much the quantity, it was the choice of alcohol. Uh-huh. It was the walking in with, you know, a, a white claw or something. I was like... <laughs> Yeah, but you were only getting a six pack. That's, right. Well, that's I mean, problem okay, too. get rid of. The, I could have gone back and got another <laughs> six, and everybody gets one in a sip. But so, I, okay, okay. So, so then I was like, all right, well, maybe just get some 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 Bud Light or something. And I was like, oh, well, they just had that big <laughs> controversy. Oh, dust right. up. I was like, I don't, you know, I don't want to walk. I don't know what type of people these, these these guys are. Like, I don't, I don't feel like having the Kid Rock headache when I walk in. Uh-huh. And I'm like, all right, so I put that back down. <laughs> You know, and I could just see the guy behind the counter looking at me going like, we're, I'm the only person in the store. Oh, He's like, is he trying to steal? He's just like, <laughs> I need to ID this guy. What is he doing over there? I could just tell he's looking at me like, there's something wrong with this dude. <laughs> so like, well, let me grab Miller Lights. And uh, and I was like, well, no, you, you know, they're, they're, then they're going to think that I'm like anti-bud. What if they're for bud? Oh, God. <laughs> so I was like, all right, let me just get rid of domestics altogether. Let me go. <laughs> Let me go to a craft beer, you know, and I know nothing about craft beer. Okay. Now, we have a friend, uh, uh, Mexico Nate. Uh, he lives in Mexico. He's a very dear friend of ours. We love him so much. Mm-hmm. And he's my old producer and, and he's a great guy. But anyway, this dude knows everything there is to know about beer. Everything. 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 He's like the <laughs> beer guru. Yeah. You should have FaceTimed him if you're going to go into that craft beer section because it is thick out here with craft beers. Well, I was thinking about it, but I never get old. so i didn't feel like waiting around even longer so i'm like trying to think of what to get so uh rachel's like i don't know just just pick something so i ended up just going with the coolest cans that's Mm -hmm. just how i I, and i bought a bunch of them right and and i I got like two bags worth of stuff i overspent you got two bags worth of beer two bags worth of yeah beer and and i and i got some of the moscow mule stuff for me to drink and i walk in there and I was worried that I dumped because I mean now I'm going to a nice place in town. It's, mm-hmm. This is a nice place, part of town. I'm like, oh man, they're gonna think I'm like Miracle Whip boy over yeah. here. <laughs> That's a fact. He is not. Well, because you showing up with beer. So I roll yeah. up. It's not bush light. And everything was okay because they were eating Pizza Hut. Oh, thank God. <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> but it, so I, but I was so nervous. I, I wasn't nervous. I was just awkwardly out of place. I was like. How do you pick what to drink when you're just going to the new fella place? You know, the new guys, and it's 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 very taxing. I can see that. Like it, now, if you're going to in the in the scenario too, like we're going to play cards, so it's very relaxed, very chill, very. 
But you know, if you're going over to maybe a nice place and you maybe buy bring a bottle of bourbon or whiskey or something right. like that, I get that. You know, you go to a house party, you bring wine. Right? Yeah, That's, but if it's women, a lot of men don't sit around and drink wine, though. Well, guys don't give other guys wine, but what yeah. I'm saying is, for the most part, you know, yeah, don't don't get twisted. But it's going to be quiet. Then. I was going to suggest wine. <laughs> when you go over, you know, as a couple to a house party, you're bringing wine, right? Yeah, that that's understood. What the hell, you bring when you go to play cards with the fellas? One white, one dark. So I should have got like a, a bottle of whiskey, mm-hmm. and a vodka because that's what you drink. And like a Tahoe Blue bottle yep. of vodka. Yep, that's mm-hmm. it. Something like that. All you had to roll up there with. They already got the cups and the ice. Yeah. And if they want chasers, I'm sure he had sodas there so yeah can't go wrong with that one white one dark what's up you walk in and you're like oh my god no we're all recovering <laughs> oh no that would have said the same thing with beer so hey oh. <laughs> it is what it is at that point <laughs> I, I i've made that mistake before in a gluten-free house bringing a non-gluten-free <laughs> cake it was a, a christmas party at uh if you're a wrestling fan you'll know who ddp is diamond dallas page but he he has every year this big christmas party and everybody is gluten-free <laughs> and the first year that I was invited, this is many years ago, I went over and Rachel and I bring this giant cake and we put it on the counter and we hear, ah! This lady, who brought this cake? I was like, oh, that was me. Do you like it? It's not gluten. You've got to label it. And they put this big sign above it that oh, says not gluten free. <laughs> well, they're supposed to put that on the invitations when they invite you. Maybe, That's on them. You know what? Maybe they did. I just, <laughs> I didn't even, you know. Imagine you catch a diamond cutter onto the cake. This is so. There's just too many rules to everything. Now. There is. It's just like overthinking everything. It's just too much. Can't do it. My mind was about to explode. But ultimately, you had fun playing cards, right? I had a blast. Good See? dudes. One of them plays tennis. Oh, there you go. So I got a tennis fellow friend. See? Yeah. So this it wasn't even that big of a deal. Dude, this guy's toilet was made by NASA. This thing had a remote control on it. The toilet? The toilet had a remote control. Did the seats heat up? I guess. I don't know. I walked out and I said, look, man, I know I've only been here for about 20 minutes, but I got to ask you, what in the F do you do for a living? (laughs) (laughs) I would have seen what all the remote control did. Probably a bidet. I said, I've never seen a toilet with a remote control. Me either. I was like, that is cool. He's like, that's my wife. That's weird. I don't even want to (laughs) know. Imagine he hits the remote. It is a bidet and he's not sitting down. And now all of a sudden it sprays on his shirt. No, I think you hit the remote on that, and it would, like, fly you somewhere. (laughs) It was really cool. I'd never seen anything like it before. It was pretty neat, yeah. All right, second round of headlines. Nikki D, what you got? I'm going to tell you the latest anchor fired over the C word and when the newest Apple product is being released. All right, get you all out here in just a minute. Hang on. It's the BS on that era. The BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. All right there, Nikki D. Headlines, round number two. Hot mics continue to get broadcasters in hot water. H3. The announcers sounded off using racist and explicit language, not realizing they were speaking into hot mics. Sounds like the end of the world, like what they play on TV, like when it's all coming to an end. Yeah, there's not actual audio for this story, so I pulled audio from another story of broadcasters being in trouble for having hot mics. They were upset that kids were kneeling at a high school football game. So that was them blurting out over the hot mic, them being upset about kneeling. But in this story, there's a longtime New York City ABC7 anchor 
Ken Rosado, who was promptly fired after he called his co-worker the C-word. It's not clear on what she did to him or, or what she did to make him upset. He, They were not on air, so they were off air, but his mic was still queued up. And he called her the word, and he was immediately brought into an office and fired. Now, ABC has not officially announced his departure, but they have removed him off the website and things like that. And they have an inside source that says he was fired. I always have a problem with broadcasters getting fired for what they say on a uh, when they when they think the mics are down. Mm-hmm. Now, one side of it, as a broadcaster, you should always always think the mic's hot. Always, always, yep. always, always. Mm-hmm. And it's a mistake that's made over and over and over again. But there is a person in our situation, it would be Nelson, mm-hmm. that is in charge of the microphones. And if he leaves them up and something is said, I shouldn't get fired. It's you shouldn't fault. get fired. Nelson should get fired. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's not, that's, you're not wrong. But they're going to fire the person who says it. That's just how it is. Now, if you're saying something like that about a, a coworker, um, then you definitely should be reprimanded. I don't know if you should be fired, but you should be definitely reprimanded and then try to figure it out and all that good stuff. Should not be fired. I didn't know that word was so like vile to the point where like it gets you fired. I had mm-hmm. no idea. So that word, which has been used often that we've seen by people like either hot mics or in the yep. media or, or yep. by, by it looks like power tripping men that are using it, it's because it, I, I don't, I, you know, it's a word you just don't say. You I've know. never said it. Right. But <laughs> like it's wh- never crossed my mind. But it, it, it takes the air out of the room when said. Mm-hmm. But I've seen it for some reason, reason or last couple of years by like these power tripping most likely insecure, very wealthy guys that use it. Yes. It's like, well, I'm going to use this word because I can. But they're not saying it to the person's face. So to me, it's like, what are you power tripping on by saying this about her behind her back? You ain't say it to her face. Right. So does it say anything about the person that was in charge of the microphones? No. Nope. Nothing about them at all. They should be fired. That guy should be fired. There there definitely should be something said or done. I I don't know if they should be fired. Because it, when you're broadcasting like on air in a, a news studio, do they turn their mics all the way off? Well, yeah, you're in charge of that. I mean, okay, the, you get fired for what? Not doing your job. Yeah. That person was not doing their job. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess so. I mean, it's really simple stuff. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, if you hear a, a profanity go over the airwaves uh, on a, at a football game or something like that, there's somebody that's supposed to dump that out. Yes. You know, on an award show. There's somebody that's supposed to dump that out. They miss that. That's them. That's on them. They're fired. They should be, you're done. I just feel like you not should get you a should warning work, should or work something. again, but you did not do your job. Exactly. You're out. Get, get out of here. Give them a warning. You know, anyway. All right, second one. Apple has a new device and we're guessing what it is. H4. So the important thing to know here is this product has been in development for about seven years And we are finally a few weeks away from WWDC, the June 5th event where Apple is expected to unveil it to the world. So Apple has a major product that's getting ready to come out on June 5th. The problem is nobody has actually seen it for themselves. We're kind of all taking the word of Palmer Lucky, who is this 30-year-old American entrepreneur. He was the creator of the Oculus VR, and he's saying that he's actually... 
tried out this uh, new headset, VR headset that Apple is coming out with. They're saying it's going to be called Reality Pro. It's going to launch June 5th, and it's going to cost about $3,000. And basically what it is, it's going to overlay digital images on real-life surroundings. So it's going to be post supposedly like the best new VR technology that's coming out. And allegedly take over the iPhone. What? I believe that. Yeah, I mean that that's that's what I read the if that's what is in fact they're releasing. Mm-hmm. The idea is to have everybody outside with these goggles on. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. And you can, you know, hands free, you can, you know, just like having the 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 earbuds, the earbuds or whatever, that's like the the baby step to it where you know, hey Siri blah. So when you have these this headset on, you can do, you know, make phone calls. Like Facebook has got something with Ray-Ban, those sunglasses. I've got them. I'm not a fan of them. But you can take video. You can say, hey, Facebook, take video just by your sunglasses. I mean, the sunglass idea, I thought that was cool. I would like to figure out how to work it. That's cool. But now having people walk around with a yeah. whole VR headset on their faces, it's bad enough that everybody already has their phones in their hands all the time. I think that is a horrible idea, and I hope it does not replace an iPhone. The words that will never be spoken again if that does happen you have beautiful eyes. No, never. <laughs> no one will see them. Exactly. Oh, but, but I mean, think about it. it's the future. You know, you go back fifty years. I bet you your grandparents said, oh, "I never in a million years could imagine." You know, fill in the blank. It's so called- 30, 40 years from now, everybody walking around with Oculus headsets on. I I don't find that crazy. It's called augmented reality. So it's not virtual reality, it's augmented reality, and it's the first step towards, do you remember like Minority Report and like signs that would talk to you and holograms and things? We're not going to have holograms. They're going to get down to a regular pair of Ray-Bans at some point or a normal pair of glasses that aren't a VR hood, and then it's going to change things. You're going to see advertisements. You're going to see special things shown at you that if you don't have the glasses on that you won't then won't be able to see oh, in reality. Oh, my goodness. Just like the new computers, there will be no... There'll be there. There's going to be no hardware. It's literally a disc, and they, it already exists. The military uses these. Um, they haven't. They're not ready for public, but it's a disc, and you see them in movies. And it's, Where it just pops up like and, in the air, and you're and you're <laughs> no way. You're hitting air. Yeah, they, they oh, exist. Oh my gosh, this is freaking me out. <laughs> oh, my, robot's gonna come and kill me. <laughs> That is true. Oh, this is that freaking is me out. True. And I watch too much sci-fi TV, but I thought it's just sci-fi. It's not going to really happen. No, it's going to oh, happen. I feel anxiety. There's a good chance you might die tonight of a robot. I told you I'm going to die in space. <laughs> now this is really freaking me out. You did tell me that? I oh, told God. you that. Yeah, I just didn't believe you. But now I believe you. Well, now you. I might die in space. <laughs> uh, Corey Taylor, love the guy. Uh, Stone Sour, of course, Slipknot, and he's got his uh, solo stuff, which he's releasing a follow-up to his first solo album, Corey M. Effing Taylor 1, and this will be 2, <laughs> will play his new song, Beyond, and then uh, play the conversation that I had with him for the Odyssey check-in here when we return. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Welcome back. Appreciate you being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. Always get the podcasts relive conversations like we're about to have with our guest here on the Odyssey app or our website, thebaileyshow.com. Slipknot, Stone Sour, Corey Taylor has his solo stuff as well. Uh, A new album, CMF2, 
which would be the second version of Corey Mo Effing One, the first album, uh, and the new song that you just heard, Beyond, which uh, I love it. It's awesome. So, Corey Taylor, bro, how are you? I'm doing good, dude. You know, just hanging on the road. How you doing? Uh, I'm on top of the world, you know. So uh, th- 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 this second album, is the sequel better than the first? Because this is obviously a playoff of uh, CMF1, Corey right. and Taylor 1, right? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, to me, this album, I just, it eats the first one and spits it out, to be honest. You know, it's, and then that first album I was really proud of, but that album kind of felt more like, where we were coming from than where we in this album is kind of feels like where we're going, you know? So on this album, we just decided to up the stakes. Um, You know, the music is more expansive. Um, There's heavier stuff. There's darker stuff. Um, It still kind of paints with the whole palette, like the first album does, but there's just a little more there, man. You know, to me, it's the best rock album of this year and next year. I mean, it's that good. And I don't doubt it. I love your solo stuff. I mean, I love all your stuff. You know, I, I rotate between, you know, you straight up Corey Taylor and Slipknot and, and Stone Sour. It must be nice to have, uh, you're not a Gemini, I am, but it must be nice to have three different personalities to be able to vent, huh? I mean, for the most part, yeah. It's, you know, you get, you get lucky enough to kind of make music carte blanche, you know? Like if you get a great idea, you know that there's a project that you can be able to do it with, you know, and with, especially with this project, you know, it was really after we we toured uh, and, you know, I was able to kind of put all of that music onto one stage and, and see that my band could really up the stakes and really go for it. That's what kind of led me to, to go, you know what, I can lay more into this music and really kind of, you know, take it up a notch if I, if I wanted to, because it all works, you know? So I'm, I'm pretty lucky when it comes to, to being able to, to, you know, if I think of a song, no matter what the genre, no matter what the style, no matter what uh, instrument lends itself to it, I can just do it, you know? And uh, not a lot of dudes that can say that. So I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty lucky. Is there parameters, you know, when, when you, you come across a song and I mean, you're a tour monster. So you're, I'm assuming right. a lot of this stuff is when you're on the road and you go, you know what? Too hard for stone sour. We'll give this to slipknot. No, 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 no. It's kind of the middle. I think I'm going to take this for myself. Are there parameters right. ahead? Well, I've definitely started keeping more stuff for myself. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I'm a greedy, greedy dog sometimes, but you know, at the same time, you know, I mean, the first 20 years of my career, you know, I would I would look at certain stuff and I'd go, you know, this I would know when I was writing it that it was instinctively like a Slipknot song or a Stone Sour song, you know, like it just it, you could just tell, you know. And then there were times where a song you would think would be one or the other. I would I would choose the one that people didn't really necessarily think it was for, you know, like snuff is a perfect example. I wrote that specifically for Slipknot. And I know a lot of people have accused me of just, you know, throwing a stone sour song at, at Slipknot. And I was like, that's not the case at all. Like that wasn't even a consideration for me to give it to stone sour. It was 
always going to be a Slipknot song. I would not want that job because, I mean, listening to Beyond, first off, I love the arrangement of the song. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I'm always a fan of musicians that go against the grain with the typical radio style arrangement. Um, and this is totally different. The beginning of the song, it, it's, 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 it grabs you without a doubt. Right. Love it. Yeah. And I'm assuming you did that on purpose. Um, oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I could, I could see, you know, like I said, I wouldn't want your job. I could see this song being a slipknot song easily. I mean, it, and it, it can have a foot in each, you know, in each line. I think it could have been a Stone Sour song, you know, but it's it's one of those songs that I've, to be honest, man, I've had it for a while and it's just been a song that I've, I've never been able to finish. Let's put it that way. And just never felt finished for me. Like even in the, like the two or three different versions that I've had over the years, it just never really worked. It wasn't until I was able to kind of really sit down and go, okay, I need to sort this out and focus it. You know, that's when, it really kind of came into its own. You know, I rewrote the lyrics. Um, I, you know, added like two or three riffs to it that were completely different from the original demo that I did years ago. And it really came into its own. I got to say it, man, because of this band, you know, this band really understood what I was looking to do musically and really knew how to make it come alive. And and balance the heavy with the melodic, man. Like it, it really came into its own because of this band. That's awesome. You know, it's given a lot of credit to the fellas, you know, yeah. to, to be able to do that. It, yeah. You know, because you are a tour monster and, and you're out there in three different entities at any given time. Yeah. Um, it, it, is it a, a gray area between, insp- you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to use the word rip off because you don't do that, but I'm saying there's right. a great area of in getting inspired by somebody. I mean, I struggle with it too. When I go see comedians for, you know, I'm like, I don't want right. to rip that, but I, I'm inspired by it. Is there a gray area when you see other artists and they inspire you? I mean, it's interesting. That's an interesting point. You know, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that I've always got so many different ideas in my head that I'm not so much concerned about cryptonesia. Because I know there's always going to be stuff in there, you know. Um, what what I do take away from my inspiration from other people is the approach, you know. Maybe not the idea itself, but the 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 idea of where it could have come from, you know, or the way it could be produced in a way. It's kind of like comedy, you know. And I talk about this with a lot of my comedian friends, you know. They'll hear a bit that inspires them to talk about something, but in a different way, you know, it's like they, so they'll they'll form a bit around something and they'll use their own unique approach, like their fingerprint Mm -hmm. and they won't talk about the same thing, but thematically it's, you know, it's very, you know, very similar, you know, but you can say that about everything, you know, there are so many different songs that are about girlfriends, but one didn't rip off the other, you know? So it's, you just kind of have to come at it from, you know, that standpoint of, okay, you know what, if I am inspired by anything at any given moment, I'm going to run it through my filter and it's going to become mine and it won't sound anything like that. Please tell me Craig gas has not inspired anything in any three of your bands. Well, I mean, he's, he's inspired gas. Definitely. (laughs) You know, it's it's not a moment. He doesn't come around that I don't cut one. So. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Have you shot a video yet for beyond? And uh, if so, is it going to be better than Samantha's gone? 
Oh, dude. Well, I tell you what, I mean, that the, the Samantha Gong video was a lot of fun, but uh, yeah. we actually just we just shot the video about a week ago for Beyond um, and another one. Actually, we did. We, we got a twofer out of this thing because there was so much good footage and so much craziness going on. They were like, you know what? We could get a whole other a bag out of this thing. So um, we just wrapped uh, the arrangement and the uh, the the cut like really yesterday. So uh, it's done and it, it'll be out. Uh, it'll it'll be ready to go by the time uh, the single drops. Who's uh, who's in charge of all that? You can't do it all. You got to have somebody else. That's oh, I wrote it. I I wrote the treatment. I. Wow. I put everything, you know, I put everything together. I uh, basically co-directed it with uh, uh, this, this, uh, this guy, Dale. Um, I, I'm going to butcher his last name and I apologize. I, I think it's Rigatini. Uh-huh. Um, he's been around for a long time and uh, he's, uh, you know, he's really good. We captured some really, really good stuff, man. And it's, uh, it's all on, all on the page. It's really good. Uh, if anyone listening follows Corey on social media, obviously uh, very active uh, on social media. A lot of great pics with you and the wife. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that she has some type of creative input in uh, in what goes on in, in your life. Oh, well, I mean, the cool thing is, is that we have creative input in both our lives. You know, I mean, she has her uh, dance Cirque troupe called, you know, the Cherry Bombs and dude, the stuff that she comes up with and the stuff that she's able to put together is so rad that, you know, it, it inspires me sometimes to write music. It's, it's that cool, you know, like the stuff that she does and she's driven like me, like she gets something in her head and she wants to learn something. I've never seen somebody learn so many different new like things in my life. Like I, at this point in my life, You'd think I'd be done, but now she's inspired me to start learning other stuff and doing other stuff. She's just, she's amazing, man. Like it's, it's, it's pretty cool. So like creatively and artistically, man, we inspire each other and we just try to bring the best out of each other, which is, you know, it's just something you want in somebody that you, you know, you love. Didn't she want to do radio at one time? I think she did do radio at one point, yeah, man. She did it. She did radio, I believe, when she was uh, cheerleading with the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, she and she, um, interned, yeah. she interned at one of my old radio stations. Before right, right, I, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. kind of put it together, and I was like, all right, let me just test the waters here, just to make sure that I'm correct. But yeah, that that's I'd hear stories because you know, anytime that I'd had you on prior or talked about you, just being a fan. Uh, like, yeah, did you know his wife used to intern here? I was like, no, I didn't. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, trust me, man. Like, she she started as an intern. She probably could have run that place. Let's put it that way. That's how good she is. Well, l- l- let me tell you, my friend, the best decision was not to stay in that place. <laughs> well, that's I yeah, that's, that's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how are how are the knees? A couple years ago, you had what knee surgery, both knees, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got them scoped, getting cleaned up. Um, I found evidence of a torn, what was it, MCL, uh, that it healed. So they're a little, you know, they're tender. Um, after a show like last night, I mean, we went pretty hard in, in, uh, uh, Johnston, uh, Pennsylvania. I woke up today and it, it, I was having a hard time getting out of the bunk. Let's put it that way. But, you know, um, you stretch, you, you take some Advil, 
Mm-hmm. You, uh, you do what you got to do to get out there and, and just give it a hundred percent, you know, you know, you brought up aftershock, uh, you'll be, uh, at aftershock this year, this October. Yes, uh, I will. You're on the Saturday night, um, stage with Pantera corn, three eleven, fever, three, 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 and more, uh, all three, all by ba- all the bands. It's great. Now here's, here's the thing you go out on stage. Cause you're, you're going with your band, Corey Taylor and, the, and your band, right? But you've got bands like Pantera, which is really cool that they're doing their thing again. And corn, does it like you go, okay, I gotta, I just, you know, so I got a little slip knot in me. So I gotta, you know, I gotta get this up going, you know, those are heavy bands. The great thing about those shows is that, you know, I'm friends with all those guys, right? you know, so not only, are we using that as a way to kind of reconnect and hang out and say hi and high five and whatever. But at the same time, we're looking at that lineup going, okay. Cause I'm, I guarantee you they're looking at me going, okay, Taylor's going to be on this. Now we got to up our glam, you know, we got to go for it. And that's, what's great about inspiring each other. The only band I'm assuming, and correct me if I'm wrong, please, Corey, that you would not want to follow is Vended. Just from the standpoint of, I don't have the energy to follow them anymore, man. It's crazy. <laughs> Talking about Corey's son's band. Oh, Griff. Yeah. Yeah. They kill it, man. They're so good. I, I look at them now and I just go, man, I, I remember having that much energy, but I don't miss it. <laughs> You're like, I remember when I filled the tank up, but I'm good at half right now. <laughs> oh yeah. We're, we're, we're fine. We're fine. Even if I'm at three quarters, this is, you're just, it's a gift. It, it's so cool. You know, for us Gen Xers, uh, who grew up fans, you know, and still are fans of bands like yours and, you know, and like the Papa Roaches and, and these guys, and then now see you guys as dads and your kids right. following in your footsteps, whether you wanted them to do it or not, but the support it, it's just, it's kind of like a different rock world because us growing up with the eighties bands, they never talked to their kids. Right. And, and, and now the rock stars like yourself, Corey are supportive of your kids and they're doing the same thing as dad's doing. And you're there right by their side. It doesn't get any better than that. It's a great feeling, dude. You know, I mean, one of my favorite things to do is watch Griff be himself. I'm kind of like that with all of my friends, but it's just a little sweeter with Griff, you know? Cause I mean, I, I remember, you know, I know his, his journey to get there, you know, I mean, there was a point in his life where he didn't want anything to do with music and he got there himself. I didn't push him at all. Like I, was very hands-off about it. I was like, okay, you find what you want to do in life. And once you find it, I will 100% support you. And he made his way to music, honestly, without me even knowing, like before I knew it, he had a band. I was like, oh God, what, wait a minute. What the hell were you talking about? You got a band, you know, he and some of his friends from school started putting it together. They joined forces with some other dudes from another school. So they all grew up together. They all knew each other and they put together this band and they've been doing it since they were young. They just finished recording their second EP and they did it at Jonathan Davis's studio in, uh, in Bakersfield, which is rad. And it sounds amazing. So I'm really stoked for them, man. Well, just to let you know, from a fan standpoint, it's cool to see that. It, it, it puts you guys yourself at a different level. It humanizes you guys and, and it it makes fans proud of the artist when they see them being good parents. What, what would be sweeter? You know, the, the rock and roll hall of fame inductees just came out and you had like 
Billy Nelson and Cheryl Crow, late George Michael, Kate Bush, Rage, uh, the Spinners. Um, what would be sweeter uh, out of the the three projects that you have to go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, or you just don't care? Oh Jesus, yeah. I mean, at this point, it's. I mean, who gives a really? You know, to be honest, I, it's just they. It, it's hard for me to say that they get it wrong because sometimes the the people they induct. 100% deserve it, you know, but there are still so many groups that should go in yeah. before some of the ones that have, and it really upsets me, dude. So at this point, it's like, I don't even know if I'll even be considered for something like that. And I couldn't care less, to be honest. To me, that's a high five at the end of your career. You know, um, I would rather have that later on. Um, yeah, it's just something I don't really concern myself with, you know, would I be a stingy hog and, and want to be like, you know, the late great David Crosby and be in there like four times. Uh, that would be great. You know, like if I could be in there for all three acts, that'd be killer. But yeah, you know, I don't think I'm going to even get one, get in for one. So it's, it's fine. I, I got better things to do. All right. Well, let's wrap this up and uh, I'll see you at aftershock personally. I'll be out there. Okay. Very, very cool. That'll be my first aftershock after just moving out here to the West Coast. So, oh, nice. Yeah, very cool. Um, Beyond, love it. And everybody else loves it too. I'm telling you, even if they haven't heard it, they're going to love it. And then the new album, CMF2, they're going to love that as well. Uh, I'm a huge fan, Corey. I love everything that is that you do. You're so creative and you love your fans. And it doesn't get any better than that. So, I appreciate the time and best luck with the tour. Because, by the way, CoreyTaylor.com for tour dates. Uh, right on top of aftershock uh and then buy the new album get the new album stream the new album all right brother thank you so much Corey. no worries man thank you buddy we should probably bring you listening into this off-air conversation because uh we have not gotten a resolution yet we're trying to figure out at least i am if uh you can ask for housewarming gifts if you're renting a place <laughs> Yes, you can ask for housewarming gifts if you have moved across the country and you're starting over from scratch. Okay. So the the reason why this conversation is happening is Nikki D is put, it's not even a party. Like usually they you know you get prizes from people when you move. You invite them over to your house and you feed them. You know, you put some cheese and some crackers and some some drinks, some beers, some wine, some sodas. And that normally takes place when you are around your friends she's not even doing that she's like sending out a you know invite all go to my amazon wish list and send me stuff i didn't invite it to everybody i didn't invite you did i no i didn't put it out for everybody i didn't put it on my social media this was not for everybody my friends told me to put together this list because they wanted to give me housewarming gifts because i've moved across the country so i put the list together and i sent it to my friends that asked me for it do you believe that nelson only because I've I've heard about some of her friends that are the, of her, of the streaming community she's on. Oh, those are your friends you're talking about. Yes, and some well, of my nice. actual okay. friends as well. Okay, so let's differentiate between friends. Friends are people that you can call at two o'clock in the morning to bail you out of jail. Friends are not at Shopping Girl five three three that watch you as Black Diamond on your stream on the Meat Flap app. Every single person who has sent me a gift thus far, I have met these people in actual life. Hmm. They're not just people on a computer. They are my friends. In life, like face-to-face. Face-to-face. I can show you pictures with me and them right now. 
the people that you, why are you so uh, tight right now? Relax. Because you're coming for me and my friends and my Amazon wish list. I'm when not, this was a, a nice look, gesture of them, and I'm really excited about look, it. Look, relax. I'm not coming for you, whatever that yes, means. Yes, you are. I'm having a conversation, <laughs> so just chill out. I'm chill. Okay? It's just not normal, in my opinion, and I can have an opinion, to ask for freebies from people if you're not giving them cheese and crackers and soda. That's not the world we live in anymore. You're way back in the 1900s, okay? <laughs> this is the 2000s. People put together Amazon wish list, okay? Can you narrow the 1900s down? That's <laughs> back where you going, way but, back there. Like the 19 was. <laughs> 85, 25. <laughs> the 40s. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so so according to high-tech Nikki D., mm. Uh, Digi D. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Th- that what was that? Oh, I thought that don't. came out of me. No, that's the, <laughs> that's the noise. There it is. That was so clean. Like you know, you know what that is? That's the dinosaurs trying to get out of the lion body. <laughs> that the truth. <laughs> That's a that's a truthosaurus right there. <laughs> that's a truthosaurus trying to get out. Truthosaurus. <laughs> Everybody oh listened and heard that, right? Yeah. Everybody, no. everybody heard that noise? God, I hope so. That I was hope not. That was what I was hearing during that damn galaxy movie. <laughs> for three, four hours or whatever. Oh my gosh. So what Digi D is saying mm-hmm. is that uh nowadays. Because you're so high tech and, and, and in the know that people don't throw housewarming parties anymore. That's a thing of the 1900s. That's a thing of the past. What people do now is say, hey, look, I really don't want to see you. You're not invited to my place. Just go on to my Amazon wish list <laughs> and send it to me. Yes, I had a friend of mine that just moved in Texas to another apartment, and she sent me her Amazon wish list, and I sent her something off of her list as well. Because back in the 1900s, we called that begging. (laughs) It's not begging. (laughs) It's not begging at all. If it was begging, I would have sent it to everybody and let strangers and people I don't know just send me stuff. I only sent it to my friends. No one else finds it weird? Nelson saw my packages. He was excited just like I was. Listen. I, these people be throwing some money around at each other. Like, I hear about the little gifts, and I, I know enough about, like, live broadcasts to know what some of that stuff is worth. And these friends of hers will toss in upwards of 100 or more dollars at one another just on a live stream. Well, that's another conversation. First off, these... Do you want to see my list? They're, they're, no, I don't want to see your list. <laughs> okay. These, these aren't friends. Do you want me to send you the link? You okay. want to order me something? She, she, she's one of those, like, everybody's a friend. They're, okay. they're not real. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, friend. I do. I understand they what you're saying. They are my friends. Nelson, you're my friend. I can see you. I can touch you. Oh, thank you. I can feel you, really? right? I call you. You come and get me. Mm-hmm. Vice versa. That's a friend. Somebody that I talk to on social media that I've never seen, never met. It's not a friend. They're acquaintance, and I'm sure they're a great acquaintance. I've seen these people and met them. Okay. <laughs> So she's doing something else in this meat flap app. If they're sending her toasters. No, she. My, this is like the appliance only fans. No, not toasters. My, fair, my friend bought me a brand new pot set and she bought me the pot set that I actually wanted. This isn't cheap stuff and she, it's not a toaster. Her only Thank fans you. literally are fans. Yeah. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Whatever. You're just mad because my oh, friends. No, I'm things. not mad. I'm just curious. Why can't I be curious on this radio program? I'm curious and she gets all. Well, because I'm telling <laughs> you how it goes. It. And then you want to tell me it's not how it goes. If you were curious, <clears throat> you'd listen to me say, this is what happened. This is what my friends did. This is what I got. And you say, oh, OK, that's pretty neat. Well, it is neat. I'm not going to deny that it's neat that you, people are just sending you stuff. I just think that it's odd. I think that it's weird. I mean, I couldn't do it and get a good night's sleep. I Why would, couldn't you get a good night's sleep? I feel guilty like I'm like I'm a freeloader, like I'm begging. I don't feel guilty when I've moved Obviously. my entire life across the country and I'm starting from scratch. And I have friends that say, hey, we want to do something nice for you. As much as I do for people, but, I don't feel bad at all. So that's the other thing. This is why I don't. This is another reason I don't believe you. So if you have a friend <laughs> that says, allegedly, mm-hmm. hey, I want to do something nice for you. Why don't you put together an Amazon wish list? That's that's not, it doesn't make sense. It's 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 contradicting each other. Nelson, if, hold on. If they're your friend, they just be like. Hey, dude, what can I get you? They don't need an Amazon wish. What do I want? What do you want? You want a toaster? Let me just send you a toaster. And that's exactly how it started. And Nelson was present for that conversation as well. My friend said, hey, what do you want for Mother's Day? I said, just mm-hmm. get me a fry, daddy. She's like, no, I'm already buying you that for your housewarming. I'm going to get you something else as well for Mother's Day. <sighs> and that's how this came about. And multiple people wanted to gift me. So it made sense to make one list instead of sending everybody individual stuff. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm finishing my list. Hang on. Well, what are you making a list for? I'm asking people to send me stuff. <laughs> no, you're not. You don't even like people to give you gifts, so you wouldn't even let people send you stuff. I just moved cross country. One of one of my housewarming gifts was delivered to your house. The the um chopping wood board thing I showed you that somebody sent me. Matter of fact, Madison's grandmother sent me that chopping wood board. Yeah, that board that was sitting in your foyer that I showed you that I got oh, delivered to your house. Oh, a cutting board. <laughs> That was a gift sent to me, and it was handmade. <laughs> I, 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 too, thought it was a chopping wood board. I was out at the fire pit this weekend, and I was like, well, I'm not going to. I don't gonna, know what to call it, I'm but you know s- what I'm talking I'm about. I'm not going to split this wood on the ground. <laughs> no. I need a chopping wood board. You There's one it. inside I can use. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Where else would I chop wood? But you or saw broccoli. it, is what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, I know what you're talking God, about. God, please. Somebody just sent me that. I didn't ask for it. Well, that, and I know the person sent it. That's a true friend. I know that's your true friend. And that was like something you hang up. I wouldn't hang it up, but I'm just saying. That's I some... think you'd put it on a counter in the kitchen. Yeah, on a, in someone else's house. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh You are so mean. Shots that fired. was so nice. Shots oh, my fired. gosh. All right. You ready for uh, headlines? I'm ready for headlines. All right. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why a pregnant woman was busted with drugs and what attacked a man on his kayak. All right. Get you all out here in just a minute. It's the BS on 90 Rock. Rock. The BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. All right. Here we go. Third round of headlines. Nikki D. Drug smuggling for this woman went belly up. H5. This hair-raising attempt at concealing drugs was thwarted by authorities in Colombia. Police say when both women went through airport security, scanners showed foreign objects hidden in their big hairstyles. That's one of the best words ever. What? Thwarted. (laughs) 
<laughs> love that word. In that audio, it was two women going through the airport who took drugs and put it in their hair. But in this story, it was a man and a woman driving in, in South Carolina, and they were doing just a, a routine police check where they pull people over, check your cars. And they were both, like, really nervous. And they just blurted out and told the cops, like, oh, she's pregnant. So the cop was like, okay, how many months? And both of them said a different number. <laughs> so that made the cops suspicious of them. And then all of a sudden they start asking questions and the lady just jumps out of the car and starts running. And all these drugs fall out of her <laughs> fake belly, which was 15,000 grams of cocaine. So they were both arrested and charged with drug trafficking. So in the news article, you can see the fake belly that she had on. Where were they coming from? It doesn't say where they were coming from. They were just going through a, a routine stop in South Carolina on Interstate 85 is what it says. Well, you keep saying routine stop. Cops can't just routinely, randomly check your car. Well, the, what That's they illegal. call it. No, no, no. They didn't check their car. It's called a... um proactive patrol is what they call it so basically that's where they set up like parameters and it's like speed checks or they can check and pull you over and ask for your id and your license that's what they were doing right the reason why they were suspicious of them is because they were just talking to them regular and they were both so nervous so when the cops asked her about her pregnancy and both of them gave them a different answer then it made them start prying some more they found the drugs because she jumped out of the car and ran and they fell out onto the on the street. That would be the ultimate rush to be a mule for one run. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, how mm-hmm. nervous would you be? Yeah, you they know? were nervous. I mean, there's plenty of people that will take their gummies with them and fly. Mm-hmm. And it's like no big deal because you're like, well, it's legal in California, but I'm going to where it's not legal. Even the pen sometimes people will bring. And I'm like, it obviously looks like a weed pen. Like We had that scare when I went to visit our friend. <laughs> they had one of the pens and we were going over to Cozumel and they have the dogs yeah. sniff you. And he was trying to signal to his wife like, come on this side because I guess he put it in her bag and she didn't know it was in there. And I didn't either. So then when I saw him like flagging her, I was like, oh my God, I might go to jail in Mexico. I, I, I know, I know, I know the checkpoint you're talking about. Yes. And, and I saw like, I saw a guy get busted Ooh. and they put him in this little room that is not closed in. It's, it's almost like a stage for everybody to see. And the guy was up there and these two, you know, two dogs were just, you know, Oh my gosh! And he had to stay up there. I would have been freaking out. Oh my God. I would have been freaking I, I was, out. I was just wanted to, to like stay there and watch, <laughs> right? Because the odds of you're in Mexico, somebody getting popped for drugs, pretty good. Yeah, but usually it's I like to watch and see it all happen. See what happens? Yeah. <sighs> Isn't it the Nervous. other direction? It's not coming into Mexico. You would think it'd be going out of Mexico. You'd be getting busted. No, they're t- it's you're in Mexico. It's going into Cozumel. It's going into Cozumel. You have to take a ferry. You have over to take there. a ferry. Oh. So you're coming from like Playa del Carmen, understood over to, to Cozumel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Second headline: A man fishing in Hawaii met Jaws. H six. Yeah, that's video recorded by Steve Haraguchi. Oh. Uh huh. You see how that all went down? He was in his kayak at the time, fishing <laughs> off the coast of Hawaii. And that tiger shark headbutted his kayak. That's not funny. I'm sorry to laugh. But when you look at the video, this guy was out fishing and he had a GoPro on his head because I guess he was filming himself catching this fish. And he didn't turn it off when he was done. And all of a sudden, he thinks it's a turtle. But it's this huge tiger shark that just comes out of the water and like bites his kayak. Now, this little kayak is so small. 
I just I don't know how people go out in the middle of the ocean with these little boats. Luckily, though, he was able to kick the, the shark. He swam off. But he just said that he realized that life is short and he oh, wants God. to make the most of his life now. <laughs> so how do you feel after that? Well, there's a lot of things I'm going to change. <laughs> you know, wh- wh- when I came out here this morning, I sped. And I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, that, that shark biting my kayak made me realize the lives I put in danger. <laughs> And that's just not going to happen. I also had a very sugary soft drink, and I'm not doing that anymore. (laughs) I want to live my life to the fullest after that near-death shark experience. (laughs) It makes you reflect when you have near-death life experiences. Been divorced for five years. I'm going to try to get that back together. That video was scary, oh though. It's funny, but it was scary. Excuse me, I gotta talk to my. I'm gonna call my my son. I haven't talked to him in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we're in the bit. I was like, "Do you really gotta call your kid right now?" <laughs> 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 like, we're getting on that. Uh, Bud Light felt the effects of some. Uh, what they, I guess, learned was, you know, before I go into this whole story, I don't have a dog in this fight, but so Bud Light. You know, did not reap any benefits from their marketing to reach the trans community. They did not. <laughs> Sad but true, right? You know, it's a shame that that has to happen, but it does. Uh, there's another Americanized beer that is feeling the same effects, which is crazy. Like, if you're a domestic beer lover, I don't know what you're going to drink because you're not allowed to drink any of them now. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to drink Celsius. <laughs> but I have a theory, and I'll tell you who that is and why, but I, I have a theory on why this is all happening. Uh, and it's really three words that'll sum up probably who you are if you're one of the people that we're talking about. So we'll get into that here in just a minute. It's the BS on 9A Rock. Thanks for being uh, here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Give us a follow, please, on the social media. Good, bad, the ugly. We'll take it all. At Listen to the BS on Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook. At The Bailey Show on YouTube. Like the conversation that uh, I had with Corey Taylor will be up there yesterday. Kevin Martin of Candlebox and so much more, especially from my past, if you care. <laughs> so the the if you're a Bud Light or now a Miller Light drinker, like I don't know what you're doing, right? Because you, you, people are judging you left and right, yeah. right? Especially the Budweiser thing. That got out of hand quickly, you know, so they do the for those that don't know, Budweiser does this this ad uh, to be, uh, you know, pro trans community. Right. And I don't even I don't even know the person they use, but I guess the the individual is big on social media. Mm-hmm. And, you know, their heart was in the right place. I think so. But the diehard Budweiser, you know, or people that don't agree with the, the community, you've got every right to disagree with the community like you. Just because supposedly the world says you're supposed to think one way doesn't mean you have to do it, you know. But with that being said, like you have to kind of take a step back and go, really, how much does it hurt you? Like, like exactly doing doing the ad. I mean, did you if Kid Rock wouldn't have blown it out with his machine guns, would you have really cared? So uh, a lot of times when people protest things, they it never works, right? It's still the company's a juggernaut. It still makes money. In this case, not the case. Like Budweiser took a huge hit, you know, twenty four percent drop. Yeah, they even fired their marketing person over it. Really, I didn't know that part. The person that came up with the idea, mm-hmm. wow, gone, gone. Right, like that was a bad idea. You're out the door. 
And then they try to come back with one of those sappy Budweiser America commercials. And the people, they couldn't win. Their audience was like, we're not buying it. (laughs) (laughs) We think you're just trying to work us. Uh They could not win. So the next one now is Miller Lite. Because, like, right, it's Bud Light and Miller Lite for domestics. Mm -hmm. That's really all you go to. Yeah, Coors Light's pretty big out here still. Okay, Coors Light, too. Right, Coors Light. Uh, so Miller, somebody, so and it's literally just like one person went on a Twitter. They found this old Miller Lite ad. Oh my gosh, that it's not was even new. Yeah, it was released back in March. And this was even before the Bud Light stuff happened. And it's, it's, it's kind of, it's supposed to be tongue in cheek, kind of goofy. And it was for Women's History Month, mm-hmm. and they're talking about how for years, you know, women. Um, uh, well, back in the day, you didn't know this, but women were brewing beers before men, or whatever. Just talking about how important women were to beer. That giving we just, props to women on women's. Right, month. we just didn't know that because we were too busy posting them in bikinis on calendars, and and then, then this and that. We're going to change that. And they kept using the S word and bleeping it out, and they're they're kind of self deprecating and taking shots at themselves and the other beer stuff, which I I mean, okay. I, I, I didn't get it. I like there could have It doesn't sound bad though. Well, here's the thing is now Miller Lite people are like, you've gotten I hate this term woke, but I gotta use it. You've got, <laughs> oh, side note, nobody uses that term. It's they not don't. it's not a real term. They really don't. I guarantee no one listening right now has met someone that's come up to them and gone, you know, to, after thinking about it, I'm woke now. No one's yeah. ever used the word in real life. <laughs> the only people that use it are the snaky politicians that are trying to change your mind. Mm. It's not a real word. And people that are online, I only see people type it, not say it. Right. It's it's not it's not a thing. It's a thing, but it's not a thing. No one self-identifies as woke. Right. It's it's just, it's it's silly. So anyway, in the clip, uh Miller, you know, says throughout history women were known for brewing beer and yet centuries later, the beer industry uh paid homage to founding mothers of beer by putting women in bikinis. And, uh, and then they have all the sexy posters and stuff. And then they're like, we're going to use it for fertilizer and, 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 and doo-doo and all that stuff. And, then, and that was it. <laughs> So like within hours, Miller Lite starts trending on social media and these people are furious about it, saying that they're never going to drink the beer again. And they want the executives to be fired because it's gone the same route as Budweiser goes through. I'm I like, get it. I, here, I, here's my only question. Like, I understand brand loyalty. I really, really do. You know, there's a few brands that I'm brand loyal to, but I don't care what their politics are. I mean, unless unless it's anti-American, that's the only thing I care about. You know, if it were anti-American, I'd have a problem with it uh, because that's who I am. That's Mm -hmm. who we all are. But like if it's catering to the trans community, even though you don't like maybe buy into that community, which is, again, your prerogative. Like, is it really affecting you drinking your favorite thirsty adult beverage? No, not at all. It's not like they they weren't changing packages. So when you pull your beer out the can, there's a a trans woman on or nothing. It was literally just them trying to be inclusive and people went crazy. Mm -hmm. So so the the Miller thing is even sillier, in my opinion. Yeah, that makes no sense to me at all. It's like, you know, they were just celebrating Women's History Month. I mean, like, that's all. It so was, that's what I'm figuring. Like, what are they mad about? Because they're pointing I, I, out things not done to women? Right. Or, I mean. I guess. I, I, I don't know. I guess it's. Women don't drink my beer. You know, we're talking oh about Miller Lite. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 
So now they're mad at trans, and now they're mad at women. I mean, we're not talking about like some craft <laughs> beer that's like oh man dog God. ball or something. Right. You know, it's, it's Miller Miller Light. Also, I don't see a lot of women drinking Miller Light though. So maybe I maybe I can see why all of these uh, uh, trailer trash guys are upset about it. My theory is not only with this stuff, but everything else that is very similar when people act like this is first off, you have to feel justified, right? And and here and, and I kind of feel for you. Like I'm not taking shots if you're upset about any of this stuff. I'm not I'm not making fun of you and I'm not taking shots of you by no stretch. Like I kind of understand where you're coming from. Not that I agree with the reasons why you would feel that way because I don't but I understand about being protective over a brand that you use, right? Radio shows are like that. You're protective of radio shows after a while. When they go away, you're pissed off. Yeah, I get that. TV shows, the same thing. And we've seen people protest over TV shows that have gone away and they've come back, right? Um, but then also in that same breath, being protective, you're also being really selfish and really greedy. And you justify it. Based off of your resume of said brand. I've been drinking Miller Lite for 25 years. I was drinking it before I was even legal to drink it. Oh, God. And you go ahead and talk about women. <laughs> that sounds silly. We hate women around here. It, it, women don't drink my beer. I drink my beer. I'm a man. <laughs> women sure ain't drinking that girly Budweiser. <laughs> You know, so you 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 justify it based off of what you're you're feeling. So like I understand the protective aspect of it, and I understand being greedy because it's yours, and you feel like you own stake in the brand because you're paying your hard-earned money for it. And then when they do a 180 on you, you feel hornswoggled. It's not yours though. Like I'm so irritated with people taking ownership of stuff that is not theirs. This stuff in the store is not yours. This beer is not yours. You just drink it. So why do you care who else drinks it, how they promote it, how they brand it? It's beer. Drink it. And listen, do you hate these people so much that you also then hate yourself? Because I don't drink Miller Lite. I don't drink, you know, I drink my the beer I drink because I like the flavor. I don't like the flavor of the other beers. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. what now? I'm upset with you. I'm going to I'm going to hate myself and go drink some crappier beer in my opinion than the beer I love because of an advertising. So what what's the end result? Because I, I and I've said for years, you know, go ahead and protest because nothing's going to come about it. I was shocked to see the effect that that marketing did with Budweiser. I was really surprised. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, because you didn't think it was going to be like a big deal. Well, I knew it was going to be a big, it would be a big deal in a small circle on the internet. Right. But I did not think it would have the end result there because it never usually does. That's the first time we've seen that. Like Nike's done this a couple different times, like especially putting Colin Kaepernick in their heads. Yeah, but the audience that buys Nike weren't the ones that were outraged. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think there was not a, a significant dip in Nikes because we buy Nikes. There's got to be some percentage of the audience that was like, "One the majority." What do you, what do you, what do you do? But there, there's, there's brands that you're irritated with because of whatever reason. But you know, you wonder if this can happen to Budweiser the way it did. And I don't know what's going to happen to Miller Lite over this. I mean, the Miller Lite thing is really, really silly. I was gonna say that's kind of silly. I mean, they're both silly, but the Miller Lite was really, really silly. <laughs> uh, like, are, are we just going to start 
like turning our backs on brands that we like, that we enjoy, kind of shooting ourselves in the foot to make a point. Because I, I, I want to, in case somebody's not told you this, no one's listening to you. <laughs> like you can go on your social media all you want, <laughs> no one cares. Like I know that you think that when you post something, the world sees it. You know, and there, there's a guy on my feed that I'm friends with, and uh, he every once in a while will go and post these videos. And he's so serious, and it's all very politically driven. It's him talking? It's him talking. And he's okay. like, you know, I haven't talked to you guys in a while, but I really <laughs> need to get get this off my chest. And I'm going, are you that arrogant to think that everybody mm-hmm. is, like, waiting? You know, and then you'll get, like, three people in your inner circle that will reply and be like, uh, what's the line? Um, not couldn't have said better, my, couldn't have said better myself, but uh, – uh, well said or you know like one of those yes. you know it, could, it was the best way to put it or you know like putting them over and it's three people and then they walk away thinking that the world is listening beating their chest like king kong God, what's the saying there's a saying that people post when you when when you have one of those it's not couldn't have said it better myself no it's that's too long it's it's like i can see it i can see it written because it was the first one written on this comment but nobody's listening Mm-mm. you know and, and i tell my daughter that all the time uh, my wife hates it when I say it. I go, I go. No one cares if you're upset. You're not special. You're, you're yeah. You, no, no one. You, you you're can, wrong about that. People do care when you're upset and post it on social media. That's the post I get the most responses on. No, they care because they're like-minded with you that just want attention. They're nosy. nobody in real life cares if you're upset, if you're sad, if you're broke, if you're rich. Nobody cares. You know what people care about? What themselves. I agree with that, too. That's all they care about. But they want to know that you're upset or mad or broke so that they can go and talk about it. They're nosy. Now, your inner circle cares. Oh, no, I'm Absolutely. Not but when I tell my daughter no one cares, I'm saying that to toughen her up. Right. I'm saying that when she goes out in public and she wakes up in the morning, just like I told you guys, and you're tired and you're mopey and you're sloppy and you're lazy, nobody cares that you're tired. Hey. You know what they care about? <laughs> they care about you getting the job done. That's what they care about. I'm on your side. Right you get up now. in the morning, your hair ain't come. You ain't brush your teeth, and you smell funky. Nobody cares. Well, we know. We yeah. get it. Well, that's what that's. <laughs> we get it. That's why I'm a life coach. <laughs> Here's what separates the Miller from the Bud Light, and, and it's it's specifically I'm a trend. damn good life coach. <laughs> Little Miller. I think about that all the time. Believe it or not, when what? I when I'm walking in the morning, I'm like. Straighten up. Don't look sloppy. And I'm <laughs> fixing my hair and brushing it. And I'm like, I hate Bailey. <laughs> he has this in my head. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nelson. What no, you're saying? fine. You're fine. I think the, the big separator of this and what caused Bud Light to be so damaged by it is that trans issues are such a hot button issue. It's not just about advertising. It's about sports. It's every other story you're seeing. People, for some reason, if they are not an ally to the trans community, are an anti-ally. Like, okay. Yeah, like you can't be middle of the road. Right. Exactly. So there is... you f- if with me or against me. Exactly. Right. Gotcha. And that's everything. Right? I think trans specifically is why Bud... I think you would have been right nine times out of ten if they just had a controversy, like Miller Lite's controversy, and it didn't involve the trans community. It's such a violent reaction people have to it, whether they support or are against it. Well, and I think that's with most things. I mean, you you you're either you're either with us or against us. Like that's what I'm learning. The people that sold us um, the house, mm-hmm. right? These these people, <laughs> they're against you. <laughs> no, they, All that, the way. that's 
that's like that's what the neighbors are telling me like you know and it happened to a lot of people like during the pandemic mm-hmm. that people just flipped a switch and they just it was it was you know it was very politically driven it was like you either believe everything that i believe in or you're my enemy oh right? yeah it did do that during the pandemic it was crazy the, there there was no Hey, look, that's cool. You got your point of view there, but let's still hang out. Right. It was, you know, and that's that, those are those people. That's why mm. they're bad people. Horrible people. Do you know those? You know what they did? What they do now? They called my neighbor and told her <laughs> I was crazy. <laughs> you? No. They said you were crazy. Why? What'd you do to them now? Because I told everybody. I mean, I never even mentioned their I don't even know their names, but I just, when I was talking about the house, buying the house. That they're dirty people. <laughs> and they didn't know how to sell a house. They were horrible. Where's the lie? And I'm like, the house was dirty. That's a the, fact. Where's the lie? I where, saw it. I was like, how does that make me crazy? <laughs> so, like, 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 this woman like went out of her way to call this other woman and <laughs> tell her you were crazy. To have a conversation. Tell her, like, she doesn't even know me. I want to see their social media. It's been a while since I checked in, guys, but let me tell you about this guy on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nutcase. I just got out of town and I got people saying I'm crazy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had that happen before. I didn't know how to take it. Oh my gosh. And I was like just thinking of giving them all their Amazon packages. <laughs> Dang. But you know what crazy people do? What they do? Throw them in the trash. That is what. Yeah, well, or sell them. <laughs> or open them up and use them. Or open them up and use them. <laughs> Actually, I did accidentally open one up and she ordered panties. Oh. Yeah, they're not. not Cute ones? No. 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 I think granny panties? Yeah, they were. Ooh. I don't Ugh. I think they were for like a nursing home fashion show or oh, something. God. Do you think your neighbors believe them? Do you think your neighbors now think you're crazy? No, they don't. I have a great relationship with all my neighbors. Oh, okay. Well yeah. then that's good. They didn't cause any damage for you. Well, unfortunately I started throwing crazy Wednesday nights at my house. <laughs> 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 uh thank you. Uh so as the uh, Bed Bath & Beyond start to close down, you know, you're starting to see them. Uh, I went up to the one here in Roseville to see if I could get any deals. No deals. But as they start to close down, you're like, well, that's a big space. It is. You know, there's only so many Spirit Halloweens you can put around town. The one by my house is completely empty. I was thinking I was going to go grab something. What are you going to put in there? Well, I'll tell you what. A lot of cities around the country are putting in the old uh, Bed Bath & Beyonds. Hmm. It is the fastest growing sport in the world, from what I understand. Hmm. Uh, I'll tell you what that is here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. <laughs> don't laugh. That's horrible. <laughs> this is why I don't eat or drink nothing during this show. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anybody want to hear the truth of Soros? <laughs> I got to turn you where go? Where do we go at? Truth. <laughs> That was the noise that came from Nikki D earlier. <laughs> That's oh. horrible. Can you boost it up? Uh, yeah, I can boost it up here for you. This <laughs> is like the the rumble in it. It sounds yeah. like somebody talking inside it is. of something. The truth of source is trying to get out. The dinosaur is in your belly. <laughs> like a thing saying, like, no. That's what happens when you talk dumb. <laughs> truth of source is like, I need to tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> we would uh my old podcast we would do uh in my my old studio and one day uh we're i don't know what we were talking about and just in the middle of it and i paused and i hear this so loud 
And it went forever. I was like, what in the blue rhino nipple was that? And then she gets like defensive. Well, sometimes my stomach just takes over. It comes out of my throat. Oh. <laughs> that'll be a drop forever, ladies yes. and gentlemen. That'll be the, the, the Nikki that'll be the truth of source that lives. <laughs> Dinosaurs are real and they live inside of Nikki D. That's oh where my they are. gosh. My grandmother had cats and I got dinosaurs. That's right. You got a very weird it's fine. animal loving family. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> so the bed bath and beyonds are all closing down. Now like when uh I remember when the like linens and things closed. The spirit Halloweens would take over. Yes. Uh-huh. Right? That's that, what most of them turned into. They're always the go-to mm-hmm. because it's a big space. They're probably getting it cheap because nobody's getting into that brick and mortar. They don't have enough stuff to fill it. So you, now you have all these Bed Bath & Beyonds that are closing. They're closed. I think they're done. I feel like they are. Like I said, the one by my house I went to uh, over the weekend, completely empty. It's gone. Like the Sears are done. Now they have a Sears at uh, in SAC. That still stands. I don't they think it's, do. it's open. It's not open. I haven't gone inside. I can't well, verify that it's open, but it's on the building. It's still in the building, but <laughs> yes. it's it's not open because Sears is closed. Uh, but that's a huge space that nobody can fill. Mm-hmm. So what do you put in there? Um, especially with malls, most malls, not our mall in Roseville. That mall's off the chain, dude. <laughs> I love that mall. I was there this weekend. I was there again today. I love just walking around that mall. Because there's people. I love taking time to find a parking spot. I like that they're filled. So people were in there in, in on a weekday in the yes. middle of the... Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's, I thought it might be a little empty. No, it's glorious. Mm-hmm. I love it. The smells, the sounds. I love them all. Anyway, so uh, malls are dying, though. They're a dying breed. Not our mall, but most malls. So what do you put in? You know, like some Bed Bath & Beyonds are, are in the mall. You know, they're attached to it. I, I would think they would put one of those like fun center type Dave and Buster things in there. That's a good idea. Bowling but, alley. But I'm, I'm telling you actually what they are putting in them. As, oh, like, well, what this are they putting a, in them? <laughs> this is a thing. They're putting indoor pickleball courts. Indoor pickleball? What, that what is makes pickleball? sense to me. Does it? It does because a, uh, like a Dave and Buster's is not going to fill an anchor spot. A what? Like, that's what they call a Macy's, uh, a corner store of a mall is an Uh anchor store. Why won't they feel it? Because because what those stores are are supposed to do is draw people to the other stores. Oh, okay, okay. Dave & Buster's is a destination place. Right, that's where people want to go. So you're going to Dave & Buster's Mm -hmm. and you're leaving. You're not walking down the things remembered and getting a bracelet engraved. Okay, I got you. Right. Yeah, and where I'm from, uh, in the middle of the Midwest, they put in this brand new, like, three or four million dollar pickleball complex out of nowhere. Like, there was no pickleball in Omaha and then boom, there's a huge complex for it. Tell me again what pickleball is. Okay, so pickleball, from what I understand, is the fastest growing sport in the world. And as a tennis player, no, I'm serious. And as a tennis, and it, it came on quick and hot. So like now, there's actual leagues, there's tournaments, there's a lot of professional athletes that have backed it with their own money. Um, a lot of ex tennis players are now playing pickleball professionally. There's a ranking, pickleball ranking, professional pickleball ranking. One of my old tennis coaches is top 10. Is it like racquetball? So it's you take half of a tennis court, you use plastic like wiffle balls, but are harder and bigger, and then paddles, very similar to ping pong ball or ping pong, ping pong, oh. ping pong. 
and it's a, it's a game of volleying. So you can hit the ball as hard as you want. It's not going anywhere. What do you play with? Well, you play, you play, it's just like tennis. You play, you know, you got a teammate and you play against two other people. Oh. Or you can play singles. The problem is for us tennis players is that pickleball is becoming so popular that tennis facilities are trying to find places to to to, to super oh, serve these pickleball so okay, they, I see it. So they start taking tennis courts away from the tennis players and putting pickleball courts on there, and it is loud, really loud, wow. and it is the most annoying sound. If you're playing tennis and you hear this clunk, 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 it's horrible. This looks like it would be harder to play than tennis with them little paddles. Uh, no, it's it's not. No, it's definitely not harder than tennis. And it's but it's easier on the body. That's why people are picking it up because mm. it's it's not so hard on your your ankles or your knees. Now, where I play tennis uh, out of this uh, place, um, uh, I forget what it's called, Spare Time or something. It's off Johnson Ranch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they actually have a pickleball facility across the street that they built they just hosted a pickleball tournament and it's got like a ton of courts that people go out there and play actually when i called the book of court the other week i just assumed that they knew a tennis court and i was like hey can i get a court for one o'clock and they're like for what tennis or pickleball i was like really that's a thing is that that's pickleball uh-huh. it's loud it says it's called johnson and ranch sports club yeah that's right yeah how loud and annoying that is that sounds fun. I mean, well, how is that any louder than tennis? That's what happens in tennis, and then they're like, "Whoo!" Well, that's me grunting because of all the <laughs> professional. But even then, it's so it's so fast, and it's happening more than in tennis. Within tennis, you got like a maybe like he said a grunt and one racket hit, but then there's some time in between it. This is talk, 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 talk. So, so, so people are opening up these pickleball venues, you know. So they'll charge you X amount of dollars, probably a membership, and putting them in the the Bed Bath and Beyonds. It's just like sad, you know. I'm a I'm a brick and mortar consumer. I like that stuff. I like to see people, you know, going to the parking lot during. Christmas time, I like yes. to, I like to fight the crowds. I, I just love that feels too. like you put your your back in the Christmas. So when you see these stores being um, shut take, down, well, they're they're being taken over by things that shouldn't be there. You know, like you go into a mall that's like a, a wasteland, and you'll see these people that start these stores, and they'll call it like Razor. <laughs> you know, and they're selling these ridiculously overpriced cheap pimp looking suits mm-hmm. <laughs> right or they'll try to come up with some name that sounds italian like manano you know <laughs> and they're, they're all one they're all one name and it's like there's no decoration in the store they just have all this merchandise and some dude that looks shady as hell that's checking you out and he's there every day and they never have yes. one price it's going to be four prices by the time you leave the store right, right. And a lot of, you know, then you'll see like the, the big girl mannequin stores. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of those stores pop up, mm-hmm. you know. And it's we like, need those. It's like plus without a U. <laughs> 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 but that makes me, you know, not, no, not the big girl stuff, but it makes me sad that the, the brand names aren't there. Yeah. Like I like walking through and Benetton and uh, Structure and, and Structure. Oak Tree. Like, is the, it still structure? No, it's not. I don't not. think it is. I think they call it ex- Express it's, for Men. Yes. <laughs> and it has been for like 30 years, 20 years at least. He structure. It structure. Because it was cool when it was structure. Not that I ever fit into anything at it, but it was cool looking. Do you know what it was called before structure? 
No, but you do. I, I do. <laughs> what was it called? <laughs> I don't have a prize, but does anybody know what structure was called before structure? Oh, he's not messing around. I was setting myself up for you to just hit me with something. Yeah. I want to see if anybody else knows it. I have no idea. No, I've never. I don't know. And do you know You know how you can tell uh, a room that was once a structure? Because they have those like columns. I just assumed that was structure's thing. It was. But okay. Oh, oh, I get what you mean. Yeah. So, so afterwards, they're like, eh, pfft. Way too much to take those columns out. Yeah, it's just it looks fine and plus without a U. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the last thing that I saw bought at the store before it changed to structure. I did not buy it. A friend of mine bought it. It was a sweater made out of like fishnet. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> structure. No, this was before structure. Before it turned into structure. Oh, I got you. Anybody knows I don't have anything to give you, but you'll be a hero and you'll know it. Nelson will then know it. Uh, 916-909-0985. All right, fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why Elon Musk is being subpoenaed and why a dog was blamed for a DUI. All right, get you all that here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all I guess nobody's going to guess. Did nobody call? <laughs> I purposely didn't Google it because I wanted to be surprised. Well, I'm not going to say no. Oh. You're not even going to tell us after we waited all these minutes? <laughs> all these minutes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, put you out. <laughs> that sucks. It was the the store uh, structure before it turned to structure was called Chess King. Never heard really? of that. Yeah, Chess King. Never heard of that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Anyway, that was the big part. Oh. Come on, Nelson. I, I didn't have nothing to do with nothing. Sli- it slipped. It's it slipped. It slipped like it slipped with you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she was gonna get annoyed. <laughs> no, I, don't I think, won't overuse it. I don't think well, no. I I'm gonna go ahead and tell you you're allowed to. <laughs> wow, that's the first thing you said I could overuse. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I didn't know I had a free pass. I don't I I think a good uh fifteen to twenty times per segment. Okay. No, it. it does not need to be done that many times. <laughs> ever. On repeat. All right, uh fourth and final round of headlines. Good. Elon Musk is being subpoenaed and not about Twitter, but Jeffrey, H7. We are now learning that Elon Musk has been subpoenaed by the U.S. Virgin Islands as part of that lawsuit. But what we do know is that the U.S. Virgin Islands on Monday today asked the judge overseeing the case to authorize alternative means of serving the April 28th subpoena on Musk. So there have been rumors for quite a while now that Jeffrey Epstein once advised Elon Musk. Now, Elon Musk does deny those rumors, but the U.S. Virgin Islands is now suing J.P. Morgan and Chase because of ties that they had to Epstein. And they're going after what they're calling the VIP clients, Elon Musk being one of those. Now, the problem they're having with this is they've been trying to subpoena him since April and they don't know where he is. So they're now asking a judge to be able to just send him an email. He just did a sit-down interview with somebody. Like, they can't find him? <laughs> they can't find him. <laughs> These are the worst looker people ever because the dude literally, I was just reading an article how he did this sit-down. <laughs> he pulled up. I was like, right. I found him. He writes he's right there. <laughs> he's right there. <laughs> he literally is on... <laughs> CNBC <laughs> within the upper left hand corner it says live Austin Texas <laughs> well they can't find them they need help oh. alright well maybe if, 
there he is. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> that the Jeffrey Epstein stuff is fascinating. Mm-hmm. I I still think the guy's alive. You know, there's no way that a guy with that much intel you leave the chance to quote unquote commit suicide. Which right. if he is dead, he did not commit suicide. No. It just didn't happen. And then you have the woman. Uh, Maxine, Jelaine, Maxine, whatever. Mm-hmm. She's out there. She knows all the secrets. There's information that could bury so many people, right, Powerful left, people. middle, up, down, left, right, blue, red, black, white. Yeah, person you could be buried. Like uh-huh. buried. I mean, buried, buried, buried. The things that they would do out on that island with underage girls, I mean, just horrible. Right. I mean, they were living this perverted rock star life. It's out of control, but it's also now outed. I just want to know more like actual details, because even this lawsuit is like, okay, you're going after people who help uh, finance a bank. But what about the real people who was engaged in all these illegal activities? I want to know why they're sitting on it. Like nothing. Nothing has happened. Nope. I mean, too many prominent people are probably tied up in it. Well, bring them all down. Bring every single one of them down. But don't they say all those type of people, though, have an in with law enforcement, so that would be why they're not being brought down? There has got to be somebody with a conscience that has something to do with this that says, I don't care who you are or what you are. Uh, if you did these things, I'm br- you, you're going down. You got to go. You got to start over. You don't want those types. I mean, they're all over the place, left, right, everywhere. You know, and they're going to this island. I mean, of course, there's rumors of Clinton and Trump and uh, Prince, one of the Prince, you know, uh, Andrew, Andrew, mm-hmm. you know, out there, like, I did they do anything? Why were they out there? What were they doing? Because um, this Epstein guy, you know, he was uh, like a master manipulator. He was sneaky, he was a some piece bitch. Yes. of work, so vile. Have you Ugh. seen the documentary? Yes, I watched it. Absolutely, oh yeah, it was horrible. Uh, paying the girls a hundred bucks to come over and, and massage his oh. legs and all kind of stuff, and then he had a chain of girls working to recruit more girls. It was horrible. Uh, this guy got more money than God. What do you? You could get any woman you want, right? You and know, they do all those things for you, exactly. <laughs> right. You could have an island of eighteen and up beautiful babies. And babies. Do, yes. don't call and, them babies. <laughs> well, you're eighteen, you're a little baby at that point. <laughs> no, but like in uh, swingers, beautiful baby. No, I know. You, you, yeah. you could have an island of of women. You know, if you want them young, 18, 19 years old, that will do anything you want. You could go and buy fifty strip clubs. Mm-hmm. You know, you could buy a porn industry and some of the best looking women on the planet. <laughs> and, and and you know they've got footage because there are cameras in his house. Yeah, but mm-hmm. these people, they're they're and nothing sick. has happened. They yet. want kids. Yeah, that's just nuts. disgusting. And the, that woman is what? She's locked up, right? Yeah, well, she's yeah. Lo- she's arrested. She's behind bars. Like, what is she doing? They're I'm, talking to her every day? Why don't we hear about this stuff? Because once they arrest them, it goes out of the public eye. I think she might be going around some alley back corner and being released soon, too. Uh, I just read that Elon Musk will stay hidden tomorrow. <laughs> he will be on NBC live from Houston, Texas. <laughs> But he claims that you'll never find him. (laughs) (laughs) They can't. (laughs) The elusive Elon Musk. (laughs) He gets away in his Tesla. That's funny. She's like, oh, they can't find him. I'm sitting there, like, literally, like, right there on the front, my my computer. (laughs) That's what they say. Elon Musk pauses for 12 seconds, awkward seconds, when he asks about his conspiracy theory. CNBC, live, Austin, Texas. 
All right, second headline. Dogs play catch, they roll over, but they don't drive. H8. Come on, Nelson. Suspect blames the crash on her dog and tells police they should be going after her dog instead. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing the dog was a booze hound? She's going to get mad again. I know, but uh, you know what? It was worth it for the joke. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) A driver was pulled over for speeding, and he tried to switch places with his dog to avoid arrest. This took place in Colorado. So the police get behind him and, and pull him over. They literally watch him take himself, slide over out of the seat, take his dog and put the dog in the driver's seat and tells the police the dog was driving. They're like, are you kidding me? So then he jumps out of his car and tries to run. He makes it 20 yards and the cop tackles him. He goes to jail. First, they take him to the hospital because they think he might be crazy. They find out that he's good. He's not crazy. He's just taking drugs and alcohol. And then he goes to jail. Well, why didn't he just tell the cop, prove me wrong that my dog wasn't driving? (laughs) Yeah, okay. How do you know? (laughs) Well, then prove it. I want your dog to drive. He doesn't want to drive right now. (laughs) (laughs) He's tired. He's tired. We're taking a break from driving. That sounds like entrapment to me. We're taking a break from driving. You drive, sir. We don't want to drive. If you could excuse us, we're actually having a conversation. You're going to jail. (laughs) Prove to me that my dog was not driving me around. Get out. Put your hands behind your back. You can't do it. Mm -mm. To jail you go. What happened to the dog? Um, they probably call like animal control or something to get the dog. No, the they, dog don't, they don't got say. A DUI. <laughs> they, they arrest the guy and the dog drives off. <laughs> that would be the best. That would be the best. All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns, 916-909-0985. Roll some credits and get out of here for a Tuesday. It's the BS on 90 Rock. As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. About out of here for a Tuesday. My wife and daughter are at a concert right now. Ooh, nice. Back in Atlanta, Georgia. And the artist is Zach Bryan. You familiar with Zach Bryan? No, I'm not. This guy is a dreamy country singer. I had no idea who he was. Yeah, I remember you telling me about I've him. heard his music because my daughter is in love with this guy. But this dude is the the hottest. I mean, he's like, he's like, uh, I mean, not a jelly roll status, but he's pretty damn, he's getting pretty damn close. Mm-hmm. Is he the, the country music that you left on for the dogs that day? Yes. I had to, I had to turn it off. Yeah. Driving me nuts. Well, it's good. What? I turned it off. I turned it back on when I left, but I'm like, why did he turn this on like I'm not here? I don't hear this. Well, because I, I didn't know if you know how to work my refrigerator. Oh, how hard is it to work a refrigerator? Well, I, we'll find out, I guess, this weekend. No, <laughs> I wrote you a note on your refrigerator that you don't even know how to erase because it's still there. Oh, yeah. well, I, I, I like it. So anyway, this guy, do you know, you were in country music. You know Zach Brynes? He must be, have come up in the last two years since I left country because I don't remember hearing about him. So this guy, his shows are sold. I think he's going to be in Oakland uh, in the next couple months, like in September. But and that's the closest to sack. But this guy is selling out everywhere he goes. Like they have two dates in Atlanta. Now it's not at the the largest venues there, but it's at a pretty big, good sized venue. A couple thousand people. That's good. Well, the uh, Infinity Center. It's a, that holds probably about twelve to fifteen. Yeah, that's that's a large crowd to be able to sell out. And I'm looking at these pictures, and it's like uh, it's this wave. 
Like, I think country music is going through something right now mm-hmm. because it's this wave of young people, but they're kind of trendy, right? So it's it's just it's not, not the cowboy boots and cowboy hat. People. Yeah, yeah. So, but my when my family was in town last weekend, um, my my daughter was like, they have a boot barn here, and I didn't I didn't huh. know I didn't know what a boot barn was. Yeah. So she was like, they have a boot barn here. And I guess they don't have one back back in Georgia. So like, which is weird. What is yeah. a boot barn? Yeah. What's a boot barn? So we go there. And it's it's got all this really good like uh, leather country music. Uh, yeah, it's western. It's a western, western outfitter. Oh, okay. Really, it, place is packed. Tons looked, of people there. Do you know how expensive cowboy boots are for guys? Yes. I know how expensive they are for girls. Well, well over 150 <laughs> bucks if you want a really good pair. For guys? Yes. Try 600. Wow. 600. Well, They've in, gone up. Back in Nebraska, you can get a really nice pair, even with the square or the pointy toe. So, and, and everybody there talking about all these different shows they're going to. Like, th- that whole community. I, I really like that community. But anyway, and then when she, my daughter gets in the car. I'm going to Zach. Oh, you're going to Zach. <sighs> this guy is, I, I have no idea who he is. You know, not that I know everybody in country music, but usually if somebody's that big. You've it, heard of you've something heard about them. Yeah. Hey, if it weren't for my daughter, I would know nothing about this guy. I looked That's, him up real quick. Sorry, I didn't mean to walk ahead. on you. Yeah. The reason why is, I've told you about these acts before. They're called Red Dirt Acts. They don't need radio. They're an outlaw country. They're a, a more classic country, but newer rock elements have been added to it. And their following is rabid. Yeah, well, the country's got a problem because you've got artists like Hardy and Jelly Roll, uh-huh. which are not your traditional country artists. No. But the country music base loves these guys. Yes. And they also are in the rock world. And the rock world doesn't give a damn one way or the other. Uh-uh. Right? Uh, so they've got an identity crisis because that bro country stuff is gone. Yeah, and Red Dirt's not getting played on the bro country stations. So mm. Very know. little. YouTube. But anyway, this this guy's huge. So I mean, hopefully they have fun. Oh well, yeah, I'm getting I'm pictures. Sure oh, there she got her whole boot barn outfit. She got her cowboy hat. She got her shirt all, you know, up and I mean not up, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> so how much did you spend that day then? That's the best eight hundred dollars he's ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think he was so upset about the mother's That's day? That's what I'm meal? trying to see. What, how much you spend in boot barn? <laughs> Thank God Boot Barn's got a payment plan. <laughs> let's just put it that way. All right. Let's get out of here. Nikki, got anything? If anybody wants my Amazon wish list, just let me know. <laughs> gotcha. Bagger. Uh, Nelson. <laughs> Nelson, you know what? I'm going to erase that off your computer tomorrow. Watch. <laughs> At Listen to the BS, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Give us a follow. We'll follow you back on the YouTube at The Bailey Show. We'd appreciate a subscription there as well. Look, have yourself a great, safe rest of your night. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3. Emma! That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. One big-